Manscaping on the rise. Mayor Bloomberg makes out with Gaga. Santorum tries to pray the gay away. Scientists grow sperm. Goodbye, pesky masturbation. Sarah Palin gets on Michelle Bachman. President Obama signs the tension of Americans into law. And Don Cheadle's pissed. People will soon be banging aliens. And for charity, my guest Sophia Bush answers dirty questions. All this and more during the last week on Earth with Ben Glee. Do not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my God, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. Despite the title of the program, Happy, Happy New Year, everybody. I, uh... Hope you had a wonderful New Year's Eve celebration. I know I did. I tried. I was drunk. I don't remember lots of it. But parts that I remember, glimpses between blackout moments, it was lovely. It felt like I was starting anew and fresh. My New Year, um, that was good. New Year's resolutions, uh, fuck them very much. I don't like them because uh, they're impossible to keep. You set too many. Everybody says set a few simple ones, but you can't. Your mind goes, you have a list all of a sudden of 12, and it's the same 12 you've had for the last 12 years, and day one, did I do 60 push-ups these last three days? No, I didn't. Every night, I did not. I haven't done it once yet. Have I stopped biting my nails? I'd like to. I haven't stopped. I can't stop, okay? They're tasty. That's gross sounding. But, you know, it's just you battle demons, guys. You battle demons in the new year as well. Um, it's 2012. It's the beginning of a brand new start. Of the last year of our planet. So that's exciting. Uh, according to the Mayans, which really, my theory is they just got tired of etching the fucking calendar into stone. I mean, they did not have modern computing services. They did not have notebooks. They were hundreds of years ahead of where they were living. They're like, okay, we'll let like our grandkids continue from 012 on. That's what I personally believe. Uh, it's hard to know. Um, my New Year's weekend had a, well, this is last week on Earth, by the way. I, you probably know that. We already talked about it. We are brought to you this week by raisins. We may be older and wrinklier than grapes, but we're more wise. Grapes sponsored our first show, as you may know, and we've grown out of it, okay? We're more sophisticated now. Boom, 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 boom. Dun, 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 dun. That song, Heard It Through the Grapevine, was ruined for me by the California Raisins commercials. And it's not acceptable for a classic song to be destroyed by raisins. And I can never hear it the same again the rest of my life. So, you know, you again, battling demons. That's the theme maybe for today, at least from my perspective. New Year's weekend started strangely for me because I live in L.A. in Hollywood, 
um, as you may know, and I was lying in bed. And at four in the morning, I'm preparing for a long trip to Santa Barbara with my friends. And uh, my phone rings at four in the morning, my home line. And first thing that I ask myself when this happened is, why do I have a home line still? Why on earth? Who does that? But I did. I still have a home line. And so I, I uh, didn't pick it up because it was in the other room, buried under like phone books, I'm pretty sure. I don't even know why I have phone books. Who has phone books anymore? But I, I heard the message come through the machine, and then I thought to myself, why do I have an answering machine? That's also an unnecessary thing. But there was a message. Fr- it, said, it said the following. I wish I kept it. I erased it impetuously, but it said the following. This is the Los Angeles Police Department calling to let you know that we have a spate, a spat, a run, a string of 11 car fires in the last couple of hours in parking garages in Hollywood, in your area. If you hear anything, please let us know. So first of all, that was frightening to hear. Secondly, I felt the police just made a bad situation much worse because, yeah, we had 11 car fires, and now they're waking up everybody, waking up millions of people, Los Angelinos being being rocked out of their sleep because a few people's cars are on fire. I'm not, I don't want them, their cars to be on fire, but are they calling me an arsonist? Is that what you're calling me? I'll tell you something, police department. Come find me. Come find me, coppers. I'm not the guy. You can find me. I'll be, we'll end up in a, in a dam, in a scary area where we could be very close to falling down the dam. And Tommy Lee Jones might be yelling at me, did you kill your wife? And I'll say like, I did not kill my wife. He's like, I don't care. That's the way I felt, like the situation the LAPD was putting me into. But that's a tangent. It's not about me, the story, because 50 fires were set between then and, uh, Sunday and Monday of this week. And, um, Guy went on an arson ring, this German man, upset that his mother was imprisoned or something like that. Point is, a crazy German man fired a bunch of cars, and they just found him, and he's in jail. He's going to be arraigned momentarily. So that's good. Not because the fires will stop. That's a side benefit. But my sleep patterns are back to normal. And that's what I think America wants. So it's a win-win situation, except for the 50 people whose cars got fucked up. For them, it's a lose but part of them is at least warm inside thinking, at least Glebe's sleeping again without that momentary lapse. So thank you. Thank you very much. My guest tonight, today, whenever it's downloadable, so it's, it's both. My guest on Last Week on Earth today is, I'm very excited to have her in studio with me. I'll introduce her in about five minutes to you guys, and you are going to love her. You'll fall in love with her if you aren't already. Uh, a very talented actress, a, an activist, a lovely human being, Miss Sophia Bush will be joining me. Um, you may know her from the show One Tree Hill. You may know her from several movies she has performed in with her acting. She acts in these movies with her face and her mouth and her voice. Um, and then lines that were not written by her. But that, and I don't need to explain acting to you. You guys know what acting's all about. I just wanted to give you a recap in case some of you are from Hungary. Just a little known fact. Nobody acts in Hungary. Completely genuine country. And no budgets for productions. People don't know that either. A lot of people don't know that, but it's a factual. It's probably not a fact, but anyway, um, one news story I want to discuss, just pr- briefly touch on, because since we're talking about foreign countries like Hungary, Egypt, we talked, you know, in past podcasts about how they were so excited they overthrew Mubarak and won the revolution that they weren't really watching the, the guard, watching the gates, and saw that the military kept power and. A lot of Mubarak's old guys are still in power, and they're a bunch of assholes, and they're killing protesters, and they're attacking people, and they're um, 
they're subverting people's rights. And just two days ago, um, the military government cracked down on its own approved organizations, which is a schizophrenic move, if you ask me. But they had approved – excuse me, I just burped, I think. I hope that was not audible. Maybe it wasn't audible. We're not brought to you by audible.com this week, so that works perfectly. Maybe the whole podcast won't be audible. God forbid. Anyway, I'm getting so sidetracked, but the point is there were 17 civil society, and the reason I burped, I had a drink. Okay, I had one drink. Am I not allowed to have one drink in the middle of the day when recording a news-based podcast? I think I can. That's my personal opinion about myself. Um, 17 civil society. <laughs> now I'm choking. Is this okay? Do you guys mind if I just collapse and die real quick? Be right back. Ah, oh, I'm better, guys. Put down your phones. Stop tweeting. Um, 17 civil society groups in Egypt that were approved by them. Security forces shut them down suddenly. Um, three American financed, one a Republican backed group, one a Democratic backed group, and six other nonprofits from other countries backed by other countries. And this crackdown that really is, is coming off like a new low in relations between Washington and Egypt's new military leaders. And I think it's not a good sign for the new government when they are not allowing people to even have basic organization to establish their rights. They even shut down one organization. They shut down the International Republican Institute that was authorized by the new government to monitor, to, to monitor the parliamentary elections set to resume next week. They shut that down. So, I mean, they pledged they would hold uh, fair and transparent elections, which seems like they're bullshitting. When they then go forcibly shut down the people who want to make sure that happens. That's kind of like people saying, I swear to you, this yogurt is, it's, it's pure yogurt and they're, and they're, they're, they're putting soda cans in the yogurt. It's the worst analogy ever, but it's so, it holds true still. And that's the beauty of bad analogies. They still work. It's like one thing my father likes to always do, use analogies for no reason. My father will use analogies in situations where there's no need for analogy. I'll be like, hey, I had a date with this girl and it went great. And he's like, oh, it's kind of like you, uh, you didn't hit a home run, but it's like a double, but it's a ground rule double. I'm like, I mean, yes, it's much more complicated now that you twisted it into a baseball metaphor, but I suppose that also holds true. So point is, I really hope that Egypt can get under control and the people can get the power back. I hope they're able to convince the military to step down. The world community hopefully can encourage them to not be dicks. I mean, it seems like so many problems in the world can be solved by people just signing on to a non-dick pledge. Forget this Grover Norquist no-raising-taxes pledge. Sometimes you got to raise taxes. We just all just need to sign a no-dick pledge. Then Ahmadinejad will talk about that later. And he's trying to be aggressive and develop nuclear weapons. Be like, look, bro, Mahmoud, you signed. He says you're not going to be a dick. He's like, oh, my bad, bro. I totally forgot. It's no worries, bro. It's a mistake. So, I mean, it would be simple. It's very hot here, by the way. I'm sweating like a damn animal. And I love animals, okay? Sophia Bush is here. She likes animals. I'm not going to disparage an animal. But I'm sweating like a damn one, just for the record. Um, and uh, I think it's time, personally, to bring our guest on because she she's knowledgeable about things. She likes to... To, uh, she wants to come on here and, uh, and talk with me about things. And I'm rambling for too long. I don't want to make her wait. She's sitting here politely... Um, she has a drink, also one. Um, it is, you know, it's, it's early evening. I think that's legitimate. I see sunset. 
please welcome to Last Week on Earth, Sophia Bush. The sun is setting, so I feel like alcohol is appropriate. Yeah. And it looks like, because my ice has melted, it looks like I'm drinking rosé, even though it's it does. a vodka with some mixers. It looks classier than it is. It so totally it's does. It's totally fine. Yeah. I think it's classy, even if it were. I mean, even if it is what it is. All I right. think it's still classy. I don't, I feel like. Cause it's good vodka. Yeah, it's very good vodka. It's <laughs> Belvedere. I feel as though that's, Chelsea would approve of me doing that. Yeah, she would be really happy that this is happening. Yeah, I just think, how did champagnes and wines, fine wines, get the market on class? I don't know. You know, it's like, who, who says hard liquor can't be classy? I, I think it is. Because wine and champagne, you know, that comes from the Italians and the French and everything is like chic and je ne sais quoi. And, you know, vodka comes from Russia and people are afraid of Russians. So That's a good point. Just that, say the word vodka. Yeah. It's very vodka. vodka. And people are like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, like vodka bars, you can go in the rooms with the ice and the big fur hats. Oh, and yeah. like. I envision people dancing, crouched down really low and kicking, and it's like it's fun. And then sometimes that happens. Yeah. In the real authentic ones. So you get the big party with, with the vodka. That's the big negative of people doing that crouch down, kicking dance. Whatever in, that's called. Whatever it's called. I think it's called the crouch down kick. Okay. Uh, crouching tiger hidden vodka habits. <laughs> and when the people do it in the vodka rooms, they shatter lots of bottles of vodka. Which is not great. No. It's a shame. It's a waste, really. It's a real shame, it's I inefficient. think. It is very inefficient. Um, people uh, might be excited to hear that later in the podcast, after we, after Sophia and I discuss a little bit of her life and then discuss things in the news that happened during the last week, mm-hmm. um, as part of a charity fundraiser that we are doing, that she is doing for the wonderful organization called Fuck Cancer, um, she will be answering 10 dirty questions. Inappropriate Inappropriate. Questions. They're dirty. But it's because I, I really fucking hate cancer. Yeah. So I figure if there's ever a time to be dirty, it's, you know, to help kick cancer's ass. Agreed. We all have a little bit of a dirty side to us, so why not do it while eradicating one of the worst diseases in history? Yeah. That's what I personally believe. I agree with you. Although sometimes I'm also dirty for non-benevolent uh, reasons. I think most people are, but the, the idea is why not do it for a reason because it gives you an excuse to feel good about yourself, right? I agree. I agree. You're I think, sit, and you're feeling good twice. Yeah. Because you're being dirty and you're feeling you're good for the good thing. And you're raising money. Yeah. It's great. That's actually, I think that, that might overtake my sex life. From now on, I will only think about causes while I'm having sex. I wonder what that would do for, for your... I would last longer. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Just think about that ASPCA commercial with the Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> song and there's no way you're going to get there. It's very sad. Erection's gone. Yeah. Erection just fell away. I cry every time I see that commercial. You do? Really? Every time. Really? I have to change the channel. Really? Yeah. Every time. It's really embarrassing. Every time I see that commercial, my erection donates money to <laughs> suffering animals. Then we should make sure you see it more often. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Even though funds are running low for the old boy downstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> um, your last season of One Tree Hill debuts January 11th. Yes. Um, in a week. How do you feel about this? Are you excited? Are you frustrated? Sad? No, I mean, I'm very excited. It, it, you know, it's a weird thing. We, we, when the season started, season nine, everyone came in and, you know, rattled off all these fun facts. Like, this year we'll have officially made more episodes of television than Seinfeld. Whoa. Or I Love Lucy. What? And I was like, what? Cause I mean, really? You know, those are such huge classic shows and, 
And, and so you kind of realize you've done something amazing, even though you're like, your show is the redheaded stepchild of the network you work on because they inherited it from a network that doesn't even exist anymore because you've been <laughs> on for so fucking long. So you, you realize that, that really it's the whole thing is a gift and the whole thing is like a bonus because most shows, especially that like deal with young people last, I don't know, maybe five years if you're lucky. Cause and, they get older. Yeah. And we got nine. How did, so, how did it happen? You guys age slower? Yes. You did. Lots of Botox. No, I'm kidding. Sure. Um, you look good. I don't, I don't notice any of the Botox. Thank you. I think it's because I didn't really start drinking heavily until recently. Oh, that's good. Um, you know, the more you drink, the worse your skin looks or whatever it is. Yeah. The more you drink, dun, 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 dun. That's the more you know. Oh, right. That's probably it's supposed more. to be for education, but it's fine. Oh, it's okay. Fair. I mean, either way. Yeah. You're still getting stuff in your head. Totally. But, um, but we, what we did is because, you know, who buys that kids in their 20s are 18 and who wants to see everyone go to college together in the college years? Right. I don't know why I'm doing air quotes. No one can see me. Um, you can do air quotes on a podcast. Okay. Just when you do it, say air quotes. So air quotes, the college years and air quotes. And, <laughs> and that's not realistic. So we skipped college completely and we kind of did this fast forward thing. So everyone got to be the ages that they were and put gray hair in your, in your hair. No. Not that. You don't age that much not, in four years? Not yet. Not on I mean, one tree hill. still under 30. That's true. I'm, co- I'm coming close. Did you, did, oh, really? How yeah. old are you now? 29. That's, that's very close. Yeah, I'm it's almost one, there. Less than a year. Yeah. When's your birthday? July. July. July what? 8th. July 8th. I'm June 18th. Four days after the 4th. We're like sisters. We're very close. Are you a Cancer or a Gemini? No, I hate cancer. I'm trying to get, fuck it. Yeah, I know. I'm a Gemini. Um, you're cancer? So you're two-faced. And, whoa, uh, whoa, that's, that's <laughs> inappropriate. Not like I'm in a bad way. No, no I'm, I'm in a pro, I'm two-faced in like, in a, I think I'm like a neurotic gangster. Me too, actually. Really? Yeah. I have moments of like real chill and moments of yeah. like overthinking everything. I'm super OCD, but I'm also super like, if you fuck with anybody I love, I'll kill you. Right. Um, but I'll be honest anybody, with you Sophia? about it. I haven't, but I've, I've thought about it so yeah. many times. I'm Italian. Like it's in my blood to just to murder. whack somebody. Sure. Yeah. And I've never been able to do it. So you carry guns, don't you? I do. I have a, I have a concealed carry permit. Have you ever shot anybody? I have not ever shot a person. No. What have you shot? Sea I turtles? Would... No. Never. Me? You're the animal like... lover? No, but you seem no. like words. You're like, a, I want to like kill a lot of people. But if you kill a turtle, I'm not an animal. I would no. not kill a turtle. I would never kill a sea turtle. No. I don't want to shoot anything, really. I mean, look, if, if you, if you. Would you hunt, kill Lisa Turtle from Say by the Bell? I would feel weird about that. I watched that show as a kid. Okay. That, that would be like a really weird experience. She's not on the show anymore, I'm just saying. It's true, but she never did anything to me. I only want to kill people who've like done something really horrible to me or to someone who I love. Right. More to people who I love. Like, if you, if you want to be an idiot to me, fine. Like, I can handle it. But sure. if you hurt someone I love, then I want to kill you. You're like the love avenger. Sure. I, I would like, rather be the avenger of love than, than a murderer of love. True. Right? The avenger of love is better than, like, the, the, the serial killer of love. Right. You don't want that moniker. No. But I like Dexter. I like it's Dexter a good show. A I've only watched one episode, but it's intense. There's a lot of blood. Oh, it's so good. You I don't know if I can handle up. it. I don't know if I can handle it. What? Get a little nervous. Dexter. You know, I started watching it, kind of dig his American horror story. No, it's too weird for me. I can't sleep at night if I watch stuff like that. But Dexter's okay? Yeah, Dexter's American Horror Story is just a haunted yeah, house. But Dexter has a code and he kills people for a reason and they're people who deserve to die anyway. So I like Dexter. Oh, okay, good. 
So you guys have a American very similar- horror story is like freaky shit happens in your house and like stuff is crawling around under your skin. I don't want to do that. We're not going to find out one day that you've killed lots of people for benevolent great causes, are we? No. You promise? I promise. But if you had, you'd have to say no still. Otherwise, people would be knocking at your door. I guess. Like uh, authorities. Yeah, but if I were like Dexter and I was as good at killing as he is, I wouldn't have left a trace. So I could be like, yeah, I killed some people and be like, haha, I was kidding. True. But all, I haven't. All I'm saying is I've if you have, Sophia, it. you know what's going to end up happening, right? I'm going to get a call at four in the morning. I'm sorry. And my sleep patterns are going to be completely fucked up. All over again. Yeah. Yeah. And you will be, you will be to blame. So are you, so you're excited the show's done it? It's been a long enough part of your life? Uh, you know, I just, it's, it's not that. I mean, it's bittersweet. You know, I, I certainly miss everybody, seeing everybody every day at work. But like I said, I just feel like we got really lucky being on that long. That, that really never happens. Yeah. So. Are you looking forward to doing movies and doing other things? And- yeah. I'm looking forward to just doing other stuff. Other life things. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a gypsy by nature. You know, I didn't, I didn't sign up for a desk job because I never wanted to be in the same place for too long. And, um, and then I was in the same place for a long time and I loved everybody that I was with so much, but now I'm like, Oh my God, where am I going to go next? What am mm. I going to do? I, I kind of just want to like hop on a plane and go somewhere and not have a plan. That's maybe a good, could, or whatever. maybe you could what? I was going to say, maybe I could like rack up airline miles like George Clooney in that movie. Like, <laughs> like George Clooney up in the air. Yeah. You can get the gold, gold the platinum club. Platinum car. Platinum car. Right? That's right. And that wonderful old, older actor with the mustache could sit next to me and give it to me and be oh, like, oh, yeah. This. That was the weirdest casting of that role. It was the dude also from the end of Big Lebowski, right? That, he was, the, he was yes. the voiceover. I'll tell you what, George Clooney. You've earned these airline miles. You've earned this card. Yeah. You're going to get your wings too, George Clooney. We all sound like, like Christian Bale right now, being like, I'm Batman. That's right. His Batman voice is way too intense. It's really intense. It's stupid. It sounds like he has lockjaw. Yeah, it's not a voice nobody would ever have. But I like him so much that it's okay. I, somehow he pulls it off, but it's Batman's like, my favorite superhero. Oh, the best. I want. I like to Superman be more, but I would like to. I, I could. No. We, we could all be Batman. We can't like, be Batman's Superman. Batman's my guy. Really? I want to be Batman. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I guess I would have to settle for like Batgirl or Catwoman, which. I mean, Batgirl, that sucks. If I want to be really Batman. wanted to go Chaz Bono with it, you could become Batman. Yeah. It depends how dedicated you are to this cause. Yeah. How dedicated are you? Not that dedicated okay. to being Batman. I didn't, I didn't feel like we were. Batgirl's the same idea. You get yeah. to keep your female private parts. Yeah, I just, I don't want to go through the process. It's a long time. It's expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. Yeah. I would do it too if it were not for the cost. Yeah, it's like people who say that that's like a, a flip decision or like you oh must my be God. crazy to make that decision. No, clearly that's who you believe you were born to be in your heart and soul because who wants to go through all of that work and pain and judgment? It's like that's not a choice. That's that's clearly what you what you were born with and uh, you're just working on getting Or it's an uber drunk night decision because you've seen some tattoos people have gotten. Yeah, but tattoos you get the night of, you know, the... Yeah, but I feel like probably you go down to Mexico, you could end up in your bathtub filled with ice in the morning. You could You're be like, a woman tomorrow, yeah, maybe like, if you were in Mexico. Why is my penis in my hand? Like, totally not even attached, like, far away. Well, Arm yeah, extended. that, or you or you slept with, you know, one of those women like Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. Maybe you just pissed off the wrong chick. Oh, Jesus. Sliced yeah. it right off. Yeah. That happened again recently. A woman tried to slice her, her husband's penis off. Really? Unsuccessfully. <gasps> I almost rather you get it off at that point. I don't want yeah, it like you don't dangling. Want it hanging there. Oh my God. It sounds horrible. Um, so none of that is relevant to the beginning of the new year. Not really at all. How's your new year? 
Um, my new year is good. You feeling good? You excited? Yeah, it's a good, it's good. You did know? you make any resolutions? I did, you know what? I don't do the like the hardcore resolution thing, but I think of resolutions in a, in a figurative way. And I think, you know, if, if we can, if all of us can determine kind of like the don't be a dick pledge, mm. just say that this year I want to be even nicer, even more giving, an even better friend and even better son or daughter or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, whatever it is. I just want to be really good to the people in my life and to the world around me. And, and then someone steals one of your friend's parking spots and you blow their brains Yeah, out. and then you shoot them and it's sure. back to square one. The one resolution <laughs> I did make, which I'm failing at today, obviously, was to be that person who keeps a lint roller in the glove box. Because ah. I have dogs and like I always find like dog hair or weird lint on me. And of course, I'm wearing all black and I'm covered in like white I want the, the I want the people listening to this right now to know maybe there's a dog hair or two that I don't there, see. There is. You're creating the impression that you're covered in dog hair, and I don't believe that to well, be true. I'm looking at you right that. now. There's I, appreciate there, it. I don't see any hair. You look at dog, there's one right there. Yeah. There's one there's, right there. There's one right there. There's upper thigh. Yeah. Sorry for looking at your two, upper thigh. Two, two, two here. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm gonna bottle these. Why? Hang on to them. Why would I bottle them? I don't know. Maybe there's like a weird person on the internet who likes Penny, my dog, so mm-hmm. much that they would pay you like 49 cents on eBay for her hair. Anybody, I'm going to charge more than that. If anybody wants 500, 500 bucks, Penny hairs. Yeah. At Ben Glee, hit donate, me up. No, donate it to give to F Cancer. Oh yeah, I forgot. We're raising money for charity today. I totally forgot. Give me a thousand dollars for these hairs. I'll give 20, 30 bucks to F Cancer. I'm kidding. I'm the kidding. Worst. We're going to raise a lot of money. Uh, please go to crowdrise.com slash give to the number two, give to F cancer. Donate to that site before January 11th. The charity organization endorsed by a celebrity that raises the most money gets 25,000 bonus dollars by Mozilla Firefox. Yeah, they're being very cool, and and like you said, whoever raises the most wins this $25,000 prize for their charity, and I think cancer is the worst, so mm. clearly we should tell it to go fuck itself. Right. And I really don't want Jason Bateman or David Blaine to beat me. It's okay. like kind of a personal vendetta. I like them both, don't get me wrong, and I've seen, you know, the card tricks up close and they really work. Like Blaine What's is David a wizard. Blaine even doing? I don't know, this? but that's the thing, that's what I'm saying. He's like a wizard, yeah. so he should be able to make $25,000 just pop out of a hat. I don't yeah. know how to do that. So I need to raise the most money to to to, you know, eradicate is he doing anything even to earn the donation? Is he standing on a pole somewhere? He's got like he's standing. He's got like a like a large sh- sheet he's, of ice up his ass or something for twelve days straight. Yeah, or he's probably in, you know, like a tank with a shark, hypnotizing it or something. I don't know. He's really good at that stuff. So I need to just raise the money the good old fashioned way. So like, if you would forego your four dollar and fifty nine cent latte at Starbucks tomorrow and give yeah. it to F Cancer, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, I've, just so people at home know, Blaine's the only one that can do feats of endurance like that. I could do, I've had a sheet of ice up my ass for 12 days just for fuck cancer. So go to crowdrise.com slash give number two F cancer and donate so I can get this ice out of there. You might ask me, how come it hasn't melted yet? It's a good question. I'll never reveal my secrets. <laughs> but it does involve internal anal cooling. I'll tell you that much. That's part of it. You we, swallowed an air conditioner. That's how you've done it. That's part of it. Interesting. People think it's holiday weight gain. No. <laughs> it's a little unit from Brookstone. I wouldn't call it a little made unit. just for your intestines. <laughs> You're calling me a little unit. It's uh, might have been chopped off, but it's not little. 
I see. I'm sorry. Do you want to explain to people briefly what uh, Fuck Cancer is all about, what their mission is? Because it's a very unique approach to cancer. Yes, it's a it's a very unique approach, and it was started by a really good friend of mine who is just the coolest chick ever after her mom got sick. And She's also a good friend of mine, just for the record. She is. I'm sorry. I should have said I mean, that. A good God. friend of ours. You're trying to always like hog moment, her friendship. You're right. It's like that moment in a relationship where someone's like, oh, your house mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. your – it's our. That's sorry. what I feel like. Sorry, sweetheart. Take your our damn friend. wagon wheel coffee table. You take- In the movie. In the movie. I don't know. When Harry met Sally. Oh, you're right. Wagon wheel coffee wagon table. Wagon wheel coffee table. All right. Anyway, so the 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 really interesting thing that our Yael friend, Cohen. Yael, discovered – when, uh, you know, she was really getting into the thick of it is that 90% of cancers are curable in stage one, 90%. So the tens of thousands of people we lose a year, that doesn't need to happen. And so fuck cancer is really working to say, you know what? This disease is bullshit. This sucks. It's the worst thing. Everyone I know who's ever been sick or been affected by it has always said, well, fuck cancer. Mm -hmm. So they named, they named the cause. And the idea is if we really get the research out there and if we really get educated and also as young people, if we really get to talking with our families, we can, we can help get people screened early and we can help encourage our parents to take good care of themselves and, and, you know, to find something and get rid of it before it becomes a life threatening problem. Yeah. It's an amazing idea. She's really trying to encourage a paradigm shift of how we look at it. It's mm-hmm. like if this just occurs randomly in people, search yourself. Check your balls. All the time. Play with yourself, guys. Ladies, ditto. Touch your boobies. Touch your boobies. Okay? Just touch them. You want to say that again? No. Okay. I said it once. I'm turning purple. I'm so I liked it a lot. Um, uh, but you got to check them. One of the things that Al teaches people is your, your, your dick should grow. Your balls shouldn't. It's a good it's little true. tip. It's a good it's tip. very true. I don't know if there's a great rhyme, like a great little riddle like that for, for titties. Is there? We could work on making one up. Yeah. But... You know, and something don't feel little itty bitties in the middle of your titties. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Okay, that's just off top of the dome, guys. I could probably come up with something a little better later. Okay. If you feel something weird in your breast, get a test. That's good. Let's do three more. I'm kidding. That's plenty. That's plenty. Uh, Anyway, so that's good. Uh, Now, are you upset at me right now because I'm drinking out of a water bottle? I'm not that excited about it. I'm not going to lie. You're not excited, right? Single-use water bottle is not great. I'm going to get you a water bobble. What's that? It's the best thing ever. It's um there there are bottles that are made of recycled plastic, so they're taking plastic out of recycling centers, landfills. Yeah. And they're taking out all the BPA and all the things in the plastic that are toxic. Yeah, I don't want that. And and the the lid, like where your top screws onto the top of the bottle, has a little stem that is a water filter. Attached oh, to really? It. So you just change out the lid, the sport top with the filter yeah. every couple months and it's totally recyclable. You never have to get another bottle. Oh, really? So you don't have to ever use any more plastic. And by the way, one of the things that they're finding in plastic water bottles like this, you should probably check your testicles later, is that dioxin, when mm-hmm. these bottles get heated on a shipping truck, say, from the plant where they're processed to the grocery store, dioxin leaches into the water. And dioxin is something that they're finding in high occurrence in tumors that are cancerous. So <laughs> he's spitting water everywhere. Oh you should, you shouldn't drink this. So dioxin is a problem as is the, the benzene ring and parabens and, and those things are really, really carcinogenic. So you could actually be giving yourself cancer by drinking out of a plastic bottle like that. So you should probably stop. Just drink your cocktail. What if I like to drink out of a pink princess cup I recently bought at the market? I would be fine with that. You're cool with that. I can reuse yeah. that. 
Yeah. But it still has plastic pyrocarbons in it, probably. <laughs> dioxin. Yeah, it's well, dioxin. Well, you know, BPA-free plastic is a big thing. That's why the water bubble is so cool. And by the way, you know, it's not like I work for them, but I'm pretty obsessed with them because I I just told them that their, their product was awesome and they donated – um, 6,000 of them last year to a charity that I work with and helped us raise a bunch of money and gave us 50% of the proceeds of these fancy baubles that they made for us. So, really? I mean, that, that's, that's pretty cool. That's a business that's for purpose, not just for profit. And, and I really appreciated that. So what is this charity? It's, 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 it's the, the, the cause that to was, make sure Ben Glebe doesn't get parbocarbis well, cops. Well, that was for the Nature Conservancy. Oh, uh, right, right. last year we did a big push guess. for them. And you know, the whole idea is if we take care of the environment and take the toxins out of the environment, hopefully none of us will get cancer. So that would be nice. Yeah, support the environment and say fuck cancer and, you know, give us your coffee money and hopefully we'll kick its ass. And part, and, and again, to, to remind you, because of this great cause, Sophia will be answering very dirty sexual questions later. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. I'm excited. I'm not nervous. It's weird. I don't know why you're nervous. I'm not at all nervous. Because you get to ask them. You don't have to answer them. Okay, I think you might have pinpointed part Do of the Do we get reason. like a double jeopardy round where the question that makes me the most uncomfortable, you have to answer it too? Certainly. I'm probably going to veto that. I mean, you could try. We'll see how the, what mood I'm in when that part of the podcast arrives. All right. Um, let's talk about some news. All right. Things that happened in the world. Um, a lot has happened. Um, There's a lot going on right a now. A lot going on. And the year is starting off very excited, very excitedly. One, Chris Brown and Rihanna tweeting at each other. Yeah. Apparently. What happened, just so I can fill you in, is not necessarily for sure to each other, but Chris Brown, Breezy, as I like to call him, tweeted just generally to the general public, but to Rihanna, we think, love you more than you know. Two minutes later, Riri replied. She I'll didn't reply. She sent a general tweet. She sent a general tweet. tweet saying, I'll always love you, number one love. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then she was recently tweeting at Chris Brown's mom. She recently said publicly that she'd started following Chris Brown again. She's happy about his comeback. I'm not happy about his comeback. I'm, yeah. How do you feel about this? Should some, should, should he be allowed redemption in this country? I don't know. You know what? I have a hard time with it. There, there's the, the nice side of me that's like, everybody deserves a second chance. And then there's the side of me that is a woman when I saw the picture of her face after he bashed it in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, un- no, never unacceptable. Right. I don't care what she said. I don't care what you said. I don't care how angry you were. You do not ever hit a woman ever. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then you threw a chair through the window at what Good Morning America or the Today Show or yeah. whatever that was and like ripped your shirt off and ran through the streets like a lunatic. Like, I don't know if you're taking steroids. Stop. Right. Whatever it is you're doing that's making you so aggressive. Stop. And, and look, I think at the end of the day, it's up to her. And if she's in a place where she loves him as a friend and has forgiven him and Hey, maybe she's a bigger person than all of us and good for her. Good for her, her peace and in her, and her soul and everything. But I'll tell you what, if anybody ever laid a hand on me, I would not, I would not only not wish them well, I, they would be another person on the list that I would be just fantasizing about murdering. Yeah. Really interesting. And you might have to actually murder one of these people. Like if if they put a hand on you, you can get off scot-free. It's like a free murder. It's a free kill. You know, it's it's harder than you think. And when you take your test to get a concealed weapons license, yeah. you, you find out just how particular self-defense has to be. Really? But, but you know, I, I know what it is. I know okay. when when I could and could not shoot you if you broke okay. into my house. I know that. But I, I just I just think about the, the Chris Brown issue. I totally agree with you. I, I don't think he should be allowed – I think he should be allowed personal redemption. I don't think mm-hmm. he should be allowed to become a popular 
figure again to become. Well, it's hard for me because I, I get it. Cause when you say something like that, people go, don't you believe in second chances? People can grow. People can change. And look, we've all screwed up in life. We've all done things we're not proud of, but, and we've grown and we've learned lessons from our mistakes and our failures. Certainly. But I don't know anybody who's ever screwed up like that. Right. And, and, and at the end of the day, I think it's also about how you handle yourself after it. And when, when the way you handle yourself after it is to flip out when someone asks you about it right. and have a violent outburst, clearly you're not dealing with your anger management very well. That's not proving growth, Chris Brown. No, it's not. It's like, I, I would love to be able to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, but I, I talk know. about it in my stand about that exact topic. I think that if, once you ever lay a hand on a woman, it should be like Megan's law. It should have to be reported and announced everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. It should have to be, he should have to be on award shows. They're like, and the winner for best dance video, he does beat women, Chris Brown. <laughs> it should have to be that yeah. always in your face. Because the thing that I have a hard time with is so many women in this country and around the world are in abusive relationships. Yeah. More than you would assume. You could probably pick out a group of women on the street and over half of them would have been in a relationship that was either emotionally or physically abusive. And, we're telling women don't get in those relationships instead of telling men don't abuse women. I mean, it's just don't crazy. ever yell at a woman. Don't ever hit a woman. You know, it's one thing to have an argument in a couple, but it's different to think that a woman is a thing you possess, you own, that, that she is yours and you get to hit her. Ugh. The whole thing is totally fucked up. And so not only I think are we not giving our, our young women enough of an example to say, you know, you deserve better. We're not teaching young men not to treat women like that. Yeah. I mean, and, I, I and guess. This, so this is really in the gray area where it's like, is this a good thing for them to have moved past it? Or is this a bad thing because we're teaching women? Oh, no big deal if he hits you. And we're teaching boys. No big deal. If you hit a girl, she's going to love you later. I, well, I don't know super, the answer. It, it's a super bad thing. Like you said, especially because he hasn't grown from it. If he was like a totally right. reformed person and, and atoned for his sin, maybe it's a different story. But you know, I just think that probably society doesn't teach men that because they assume it's common fucking sense. I mean, right. they need to probably teach it, but, but it's how not. do you ever, t- somebody who's weaker than you, you know, it's like, I, I've gotten in lots of fights in my life because I'm weak. People beat me up, but I'm not going to go and pick on somebody you're gonna smaller than me. You're going to get stronger in 2012. I, I believe that. Resolutions. 60 I believe pushups. Six, tomorrow you're going to do 60 pushups. Tonight I'll do it. Really? Uh-huh. I'm going to watch. Okay. I'm going to make sure it happens. I'm going to video it and twit vid. Okay. Nice. All right. Let's do it. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, do you think people should own their own Twitter accounts? Because a news story came up this week, Sophia, that is very interesting. This one company called PhoneJack, PhoneDog, rather, is suing a former employee named Noah who left their company and accumulated 17,000 Twitter followers. Not bad. Not bad. I got 30,000. Sophia's got like a half million or some embarrassing bullshit. I don't know how you do it. Kim Kardashian has like 15 million or something. So my half a million is, is paltry, but that speaks to the taste of the planet. But, um, well, you have good taste and so do I because we follow each other. This is very true. So there. I like our little, I like our little Twitter shit talking. I know it's pretty great. It's been a lot of fun. People are excited about it. I got a tweet. I got a, I got a message from Ryan Basford who's also on Twitter who's a little threatened by our friendship. He works at Chelsea lately. Yeah. And he's threatened by it. A little bit. And he's going to have to deal with that. I told him to come to our podcast today. I wouldn't let him in the building. Oh, well. I would not let him in my apartment. So maybe he did come and you just didn't buzz him up. I don't want to hear about him coming ever. 
To be oh. honest, I don't know why you even had to take it there. Oh. It was so weird of wow. you to take it there. That just became like a that's what she said joke, and I didn't even realize it, it until it was already done. Yeah, it's verbal spinnery. Cocktail. Spinnery? Is that a word? I just meant it a word, too. Wizardry. It's like wizardry. It's spin. But it's not. It's called spin? Spin? That's like true. Spin, you know? That's true. I added a lot to the word unnecessarily. Like if you watch Mad Men, spin? Spin. Mm hmm. Yep, also the name of but Susan like Sarandon's ping-pong club. I like ping spinnerdry. Pong clubs. I like it. Spinnerdry's great. It's, it's like wizardry, but it's non-denominational. I didn't think wizards had a denomination. Oh, really? You don't think they take that shit serious? You don't think it's a religion to them? I guess to Harry Potter fans it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wizardry's a thing. That's fair. Thank you so much. So, anyway, um, this man, Noah Kravitz, 38-year-old writer, left the company PhoneDog.com. He was an editor for them. Right. Accumulated 17,000 Twitter followers and then left the company, kept them. His company is suing him. For those Twitter followers back. His company is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I don't mean that. Let me just put it. Let me say this to clarify as like a person, you know, who has a vagina. I don't mean that like a bitch as in the female. I mean like you're just being a whiny baby. Really? Because here's the thing. The, if it's that, if it upsets you that much, say to the guy, what's his name? I don't even remember already. Noah Kravitz. Okay, Noah. So his company says, hey, Noah, you need to send out a tweet that says, I no longer work at PhoneJack. If you want to follow them, follow them at the PhoneJack, whatever their new Twitter handle is going to be. And if those at people, greedy fucks. Yeah, whatever. And if they go follow them, then fine. That's great. But clearly people follow him, maybe because they like the company, maybe because they like his writing. No, Noah Kravitz talks about his who life, cares? too. Yeah, yeah. Talks about like, who life. cares? People like him, and they want to follow him. Yeah. And if they want to follow you, too, then you should be cool, because I'll tell you what, I might check out his feed, but I'm certainly not going to follow Phone Jack, because they're a bunch of whiny babies. Phone dog, bunch of bitches. Phone but dog, whatever. Yeah, and they're trying to get 400 grand from him. That's pathetic. They valued each Twitter follower as worth two fifty a month. Hey, by the way, let me tell you something. My network, don't get any ideas at the CWnetwork.com, whatever. Um, the CW hasn't sued me for my Twitter followers because right. I played a character on one of their shows. You just opened a can of worms. Maybe I did. But at the end of the day, people who follow me, follow me. And if they don't like what they see, they unfollow. And if they're into it, they continue. And clearly these people follow this guy because they like what he has to say. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, though, his Twitter handle was Phone Dog Noah. But it was right, but it was Phone Dog. If Noah. your thing was Brooke Davis, I get it. But here's the thing: he your character's name for the by uninformed. the way, I established a Twitter account for my character, and the network told me I wasn't allowed to do it, and I was oh, like, really? oh, "All right," so I stopped. Really, I get it. you were going to tweet in character? Yeah, it was, I like it was that. like really funny actually. But anyway, doesn't matter. I was like, "Cool, I get it." But if he's changing his Twitter handle now, if it's Noah, whatever his name is now. Who cares? He's not the phone dog guy. And anyone yeah. who sees his tweets will know that and go like, oh, wait, who's this at Noah so-and-so? And they go, oh, it's that guy. Okay. And either they'll follow him or they won't. And right. they'll look for phone dog somewhere else. You're also a director, by the way. Yes. You've directed a couple episodes of – Yeah, I've been a director for three years. How did that come about? That's very impressive. Kind of arousing to me, to be honest. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm good behind the camera. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, highlight moment of 2011 was I finished – they gave me the second to last episode ever of wow. our show to direct, which was wow. a huge, I mean, it was a gift and it was a vote of confidence and it was just, it was the biggest compliment I've ever been given in nine years of, of working there. We're going to open on a beautifully lit close up of Sophia Bush. No, we don't open on me, but <laughs> I hate shooting myself in scenes, but whatever, it's fine. Um, but the, the, the last day our crew, all the dudes in the crew who are like, they're my family, you know, they, they started, you know, they said it's a, and it's an episode wrap on our director, Sophia Bush, and they started clapping, and I was like, I'm going to cry, and the whole crew gave me a standing ovation. Wow. 
And a couple of the guys came up and said, you know, we just want you to know you're one of the best directors we've ever worked wow. with. Wow. And I was like, fuck you and fuck you. Now I'm totally the chick director who cries. I, I just feel like, as I though sobbed. you just slapped their standing ovation no, in the face by they, telling them to And they were themselves. laughing and they were like, they were like, them to fuck themselves, Sophia Bush. They were like, of course that's your response. I was like, please, you guys, I can't handle it. You know, I just, also, I was just crying, but it was like, it's I'd a like to know why the whole thing. crew is sitting down before you wrapped it. Well, they, we were in a we were in a scene in a cafe. A lot of people were maybe they crouched did a Russian crouch dance, then hopped right back up. Maybe I don't know. They might have, and that was it. Was a are you getting a little teary eyed talking about yeah, your directing bit. story? Really emotional. Oh, that's so those sweet. guys are my family. Oh, you, know? you know how I can totally Amazing. clear up your emotionality? That's like about manscaping. Oh, it's on the rise. Really, it's on the Thank rise. God, really, you're a fan. Give me no. I mean, look, I don't, I don't necessarily think that like all bald down there, that's not great. But what I will say is like, we as women are very neat. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men, like you can't be George of the jungle. Come on. Come on. Like that is yeah. endearing, but right. like if I was a man bush below. is not, right. it's not endearing. Yeah, Just yeah. like keep it clean. Sure. So you're a fan of this. Cause yeah, it's big time on the right. That's the whole story I wanted to cover. Next story. Jersey shore <laughs> premieres tomorrow. Jersey shore. You're a fan of that program. I've only seen one episode. What do you think? I couldn't take Good it. Good for America, bad for America. I don't think it's great for America. Good I for don't. Italy, bad for Italy. Uh, as an Italian, I don't think it's great for Italy either, but everyone in Italy knows that those people are not indicative of our heritage. Anybody. They're not murdering anybody in I that show. I totally get it. I totally get it, but I don't know. Interesting. President Obama signed the NDAA, the National... Defense Authorization Act that we talked a couple weeks ago with Greg Proops about hoping he would not sign because he basically, even though he and George W. Bush have been um, assuming powers that are not explicit in the Constitution, in our current laws, mm-hmm. that we can detain enemy combatants even if they are American citizens. They've been kind of, a, 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 they've been carrying that power out, but it hasn't been written in law. And in this bill that is mostly just about military spending, they have these provisions that said that now the uh, the military can indefinitely detain American citizens without charge, without trial, without mm-hmm. a lawyer, indefinitely during time of war, including something like the war on terror, which may last indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a kind of a bullshit reason. And, um, Obama first threatened a veto. He said, I will veto this if you keep that, that in there. And then they changed the provision to say from the military could detain them to the president can detain them. And he's like, that's cool. Well, now that I get the power. I'm well, in. there's a part of me that goes, okay, so does that mean that basically what you're saying is I would never do that? So if this is the only way that I can get you guys, you know, off my back, fine. I don't really know. There's just a part of me, I will say, because I've watched sort of the deterioration of, of the spirit behind this office happen. Yeah. And I just feel like the poor guy, like he got into office and they were like, listen, kid, this is the way it really fucking works in here and you're going to bend over and take it. And who yeah. knows? I it's don't know. It's the Bill Hicks bit but like, with an anal sex twist. Yeah, like I really feel like our poor president is just getting like pasted over the table. But like he, didn't have, he didn't have – I like the, the phraseology pasted over the table, but I, he did not have to sign that. I agree. I agree. And I'm the totally – What are they going to do, shoot him? I'm totally weirded out. I'm weirded it's out crazy. by the whole thing because one of the one of the major things that I took issue with in, in Bush's – Rain as a lunatic in that office. Imagine having that be your last oh name. Oh my god! By the way, what I'm from nightmare. Canada. I'm not related to him. What a nightmare! Well, my dad's from Canada. That's where I get my last name. Clearly, but you know the the whole the whole 
process of extraordinary rendition, mm. you know, of us just taking people and taking them to other countries where we could torture them. We've talked about how really, and, and, and it doesn't seem that anything's going to happen, but really and truly in, in the provisions set, you know, by the Geneva Conventions and, and many other pieces of law governing how we are allowed to treat people in times of war, people have, have stated far and wide that that means that George W. Bush is guilty of war crimes. Right. That he could be put on trial for war but crimes. But he's so likable. And, well, he can't spell. But, yeah, but you, that's you feel bad Kids for Kids can't him. spell either. You he's still like them. Like that's what I'm saying. He's like the, he's like the rhetor- he's, I don't want to say that word. He's like the slow kidding class. He's the rhetorical question you don't want to answer. He's a rhetorical question. He, he, you know, he's kind of a, like a dodo bird and you feel bad for him. A dodo so bird. It, it just, it bums, it, it bums me out that our current president is, is now aligning himself with our last president in a way that I didn't think he would. Right. It's, I it, just didn't think that. And that he said he wouldn't do that. And as, I find it also interesting as, as a tie in, Sophia Bush is anti Bush and anti man Bush. It's very interesting. I am. It's very interesting to me. But yeah, I think that's pretty insane that, cause he, 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 he ran against George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. He ran against that whole mandate of being able to do whatever it takes to keep us safe and throwing our constitution by the uh-huh. wayside. And he signed that in now. He added a signing statement onto the bill saying, my administration will never use that power. But he said right. he is uncomfortable with it. But he, he'll never use it. He's only president for at most four more years. Right. What about well, the next and, and asshole that gets in there? And that's what frightens me because if if he has you know the 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 moral ground to know that that's inappropriate doesn't mean the next president won't. Right. And, and especially if it's a Republican president who is all about at all costs protecting freedoms, whether it means you have to throw a. a a dark American well, into a jail cell. And that freaks me out because I don't understand how you protect freedoms by stripping freedoms from people. It's, right. it's batshit crazy and it's totally illogical. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I understand the need, but something very, very scary that I heard though, because you know, even people on the Democratic side who might be more um, civil liberty oriented in their beliefs mm-hmm. seem to crumble with that when they get into office. I heard a very crazy story that a friend of mine told me um, that he heard Al Franken tell him about a fundraiser in Hollywood that Al, Senator Al Franken from Minnesota who used to be, obviously be a comedian and was on Saturday Night Live and he was Stuart Smalley and all these great things. He had a fundraiser for all these comedians trying to raise money and they asked him about the Patriot Act. They're like, why did you guys reauthorize the Patriot Act? He voted right. for it. Right. And he ran against all those things and he said, look, I, he's, it was pretty much a quote. He said, I can't tell you more than this. Otherwise I'd be guilty of committing a crime, but I will tell you this. When I got in office, they showed me some things. Right. That just made me look at it differently. Yeah. It's working. Well, and that's, that's what he said. That's what I feel like happens. I feel like we all think we know what's going on. And then, you know, take President Obama, for instance, he got into office and I feel like everybody comes in and says, okay, this is what you wanted to change. And this is how idealistic you are. Oh, that's sweet. This is how it really is. Right. And you don't know shit until you're in this office. You're a figurehead. And it scares me because it's like, well, I understand the, the, the premise of national security, but we are the ones, you know, it's like there's a very little grouping of you in Washington who sit and talk about our future. We're the ones who should know what our future holds. So right. why, I mean, I, I don't, I get that it's bad and that maybe you think if everybody in America and in the world knew how complex the world is and how ugly things really are, people would just be so depressed they wouldn't get out of bed. Well, I disagree. I think I would go, wow, this is serious. How can we be better? Look at all of this. Like, why can't we just say, let's clean slate it and let's say, you know what? This is insane. 
How do we make this planet better for the people on it? Ourselves, our neighbors, our neighbors in other countries, our air quotes, in air quotes. You know, our 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 sisters and brothers in other countries. You know, but that's what Obama ran on. He ran on those principles. They went in different. And then Ron Paul says that shit, and people don't think it's electable. Even though he will get to Iowa in a minute, but he's surging in Iowa. But people don't think it's electable to say. Well, look Listen, at who else Ron people, Paul is in debates with. Well, that's a good point. I mean, it's like it's a bunch of dodo birds in that group. It it's like George Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and Medusa, <laughs> and like these are our fucking choices. George really? Bush is an intellectual giant compared to these yeah. candidates. And look, I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care what you are. The bipartisan bullshit has to go. I just want someone in office who's not an idiot, who knows how to spell, who's not a racist or a hate monger. Yeah. You as a president, your concern should be fixing. Our country and working on bettering the planet, not only politically but environmentally, so that our grandchildren aren't being, you know, poisoned by the water they're drinking. I will by the stop time using this bottle. Age. I'm so sorry. Thank you. And and that that's what I care about. But but y- you you want to focus less on us leaving a, a a real future for the generations to come, and you want to focus more on saying who can and can't get married. I'm sorry. Well, that's crazy. Fuck you. It's crazy. Fuck you. Is I, exactly I right. apologize for all my swearing tonight, everybody who's listening. But really, I can't. Yeah. Like this. It's it's such back. That's what the, one of the major things. Bananas. It's banana logic. It's b a n a n a s, as Gwen Stefani would say it. Because, yeah, but not in a hot way. No, not in a hot, cute, catchy, poppy way. Like in no. a really with like cute Asian girls dancing behind you. No Asian girls here. No. This is just fucked up. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me how we allow the national conversation to get so manipulated I agree. into these stupid fringe issues well, that mean nothing. And, and we're talking about things that don't matter. And look, at the end of the day, our our security, our ability to live to tomorrow matters. Yeah. Our kids being fed and children around the world being fed and educated, that matters. If Joe Don't forget and animals, Jerry, you animal hater. Why do you hate animals so much? I love animals. Oh, okay. Don't even. You know, if, <laughs> if, if, if Ben and Joe want to go get married, right. that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I totally agree. I'm not it gay doesn't. for the record, but I'm not, not gay at all. It's Girls like, out there listening, I'm we're, totally we're, available. He's totally available. I know. But we, you know, we live in a world with political strife, Ethnic cleansing, genocide, famine, war, starvation, you know, toxic chemical poisoning. And we care about who loves each other. That's the craziest really? thing. Let's move on. Let's move on. It's fucking nuts. And that's the thing, too. I never understand how, how, and oftentimes that really does come, quite honestly, from the Republican Party that, mm-hmm. that latches onto these fringe issues. Mm-hmm. How do they even convince people? How stupid are people that they are able to be manipulated into that being one of their top issues? You want to know why? Because the idea of taking care of millions of children who are starving in another country is so enormous, people can't deal with it. Right. But people can say, oh, well, you know, I just don't think that that is acceptable happening on my street. Get off your fucking street and start looking at the globe and then talk to me about what you think matters. I still just don't even get the logic behind it, There is it, though, no logic. Because it's, when it's because it lets you compartmentalize and people feel better when they can put things in little boxes and put little labels on them. But, but, but life, I guess people are just very into compartmentalizing because if you follow it in an A, B, C, D logic mm-hmm. progression, it literally is like, you are hungry. You don't have a job. Your rights are being taken away. Mm-hmm. These things are being signed. 
Do you care about those things? Yeah, it sounds pretty fucked up, but gays are going to marry eight states away. Fuck no. Fuck no. Top of the list. Even if you hate gay people, it just doesn't make any sense to waste your time on it. It's a waste of time. It's crazy waste of time. And, and at the end of the day, the, the thing that I, that shocks me is we're a country that likes to say how well defined we were by what we went through in the sixties and, and by, you know, these, these, ideals of civil rights and America is based on all men are created equal and we weren't and we were super fucked up and then all these people came together to try to make that better. There were air quotes in there that said land owning white males. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. And, and now we're just doing it again. And it's like, I'm sorry, my, one of my best friends is black and gay. And imagine how he feels. I sit and talk to him about it all the time. And he's like, he's like, literally it's, it's insane. The amount of, hate that I face for who I am, for the color of my skin. And for me, like, I'm sorry, I grew up in West Hollywood. I grew up with people of every race, whether you were black or Puerto Rican or Asian, whether you were straight or gay or bisexual. I grew up with like hairdressers that were super hot biker dudes who, who, you know, slept with chicks and slept with, slept with guys. Of course. So to me, I just don't, I don't understand how on any planet what you're, ethnic heritages or what your sexual preferences matters to who you are as a person. I agree. I don't get it. I'm in a unique position to actually speak this because I used to be a gay black Puerto Rican dude. And it really? was the amount of oppression I had received. It was almost as though people didn't realize I'm also a white guy. So you did whatever Michael Jackson did to his skin. Yeah. The vertilago or whatever the hell it was. Listen, I did not change my skin intentionally, Sophia Bush. I, it just happened. I did it because I, it. I just, I just scrub too hard in the shower. <laughs> I just have this loofah. I, and it's defective loofah. This Michael Jackson face you're making is really something. <laughs> it's probably the water bottle I keep drinking. <laughs> it's turning my whole skin white. <laughs> the there was a strange delay before that joke because that voice. joke, my, my sound man, James Franco, it is the Academy Award winner, James Franco, is my sound man. He uh, pointed he to his bottle hats. and said, make a bottle joke. So I th- thank you. The first joke ever given to me in this podcast. That was very nice. Hey. Very nice. Super of you. pro. So, and then what, what frustrates me, and I wish, you know, actually, I didn't, do- I haven't donated to the Obama campa- campaign this go around, at least to this point. And I actually almost did the other day so I could just try to win that dinner with him. Mm. So I could say to him, dude, why are you even playing politics? You were supposed to yeah. be the post-partisan guy. You talked such flowery rhetoric and talked about how it's not, it's not red or blue. It's not Democrat or Republicans. The United States of America, or really you said it more like, it's the United States of America. People but, are so excited. And then you fucking signed this thing on New Year's Eve when nobody was paying attention to get it under the fucking absolutely, rug. Absolutely. And that is so unacceptable. But what I will say, and this is part of the reason that our whole political system is screwed up, is no matter who gets into office, they just spend the first four years trying to get reelected it's so instead of retarded. actually changing things. And it's like, why don't we say that they get six years, one term, yes. that's it. And by the way, Congress, get out. You're 85 years old. You've been there for, for 50 years. Get out. Right. You shouldn't be allowed to take kickbacks. Lobbyists should be illegal. Congress should be like jury duty. You have to have scored above a certain number on your SATs and you get called and you go and you do it and you leave and you don't get any money for it. Because the minute yeah. that someone we gets lower the money, money. Yep. by by being 
an asshole and by favoring big business that doesn't care about you and me getting cancer because we don't matter to them, that that's when everything goes to hell in a handbasket. And that's what's happening. Those and by the, the way, let me just say yeah. I have to give I have to give credit for the the whole jury duty idea to one of my co-stars, Austin, who said that political office should be like jury duty. And I added the SAT thing and then it spawned a very interesting conversation on set a few months ago. So I just have to say only half think, of that idea was originally mine and I like to give credit where credit is. I think it should be like teaching. It should get like 30 grand a year to be president. Like yes. Somebody who really just cares about it. It's like Kevin well, Klein and the movie Dave. How like, can they have like the movie Dave? Exactly. Well, you know, look just like the president but be a nice guy. Because you That's know my what? vote. My business teaches everybody that that at the end of the day like the good guys are going to win out. Right. You really good. That guy who loves you is really going to love you forever and then like you get into the real world and you're like, "Oh, it's it is like you said, it's all bullshit." You get into the real world, I'm just trying to not die of thirst. And I'm drinking out of a water bottle. And apparently I'm swallowing portable chlorocarbons that are strangling my entire in- internal they're strangling your testicles. They're strangling right now. my testicles. And what am I supposed to do with my strangled testicles? I may as well, well put a rubber bands on Well, you won't them. be able to ejaculate, you can donate money to the ASPCA. That's true. Well, my penis won't be able to do it. That's even <laughs> one of the biggest problems of it. And that's what the Occupy moment, uh, the Occupy movement is also trying to do. It's, it seems like it, it, it's, it blows my damn mind how we can have such obvious principles yeah. that 100% of the nation should be able to get behind and somehow the media just doesn't filter it correctly. They're just so, I mean, A, yep. they're owned by corporations, so that's part of it. But, um, they, the movements, granted, it's a young movement, so they haven't been as focused as they could have been. But, one of their most consistent goals is simply get the money out of politics. Right. If there was one goal, I think that would have to be it. Because right. you get the money out, then for the perpetuity of our nation's history Good from word. this point forward, thank you, you can have honest people in office. Yes. And that would take care of it and it would correct itself if you had one fucking goal. Yes. But how do you not agree to make, let's say, president six-year term or even if it was four-year term, make the campaigns six months, four right. months Make them publicly yeah. financed. There's no monetary interest in it. Absolutely. But instead, we go the opposite way. Fucking Supreme Court, these elderly people and these fucking because pubic hair all- on Coke bottle guys are sitting there and they're like, oh, let's just make corporations, people, and fuck it up worse. Because it's all the 1920s. It's all like razzle-dazzle. It's like this big <laughs> fucking horrible Broadway show on crack. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the point. Right. We're creating this mess. But the problem is... We're all buying into it and everybody's believing in things. And I mean, we voted, I'm sorry, as a woman, they voted to defund Planned Parenthood last right. year. They've demonized Are you that group. kidding me? They, uh. Let me say something for everybody out there who complains about it. First of all, whatever a woman does with her body should be her business, yeah. but not a single penny, not a cent of federal subsidy went to the big A word right. at Planned Parenthood. It went to cancer screenings for moms who find out they have ovarian cancer when right. they're in for their checkups with their kids. It went to female health, maternal health, right. pregnancy help for women who can't afford to go to an OBGYN who were getting all of their clinical work done at Planned right. Parenthood so that they had healthy babies and we're taking that money away from them. Like, I'm these are position. the crusades we're it, going on? It's crazy. I'm in a unique position to talk about this, too, because I had six abortions last year, and the fact remains... Well, see, you're the reason that all those people think people have abortions as birth control. I it's your fucking the, fault. But I paid for all of them myself. That was not government funding. Well, That's the problem, and that's what people don't understand. It's like the Republicans have been so able to demonize even something as 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 great of a cause as Planned Parenthood. It's called Planned Parenthood. It's trying to plan. Yes. They're, like, they're like, we're not going to let you plan. We're going to let your lives get fucked up willy-nilly. 
That's their platform. I know. Willy nilly fucked up and style. And by the way, it like sounds like a Will Smith song. You know that they're in with the guys at the mortgage companies because what happens is a young couple gets pregnant. They can't afford a kid, but you know, since the woman can't do what she wants to do about it, they wind up spending all this money. Babies are fucking expensive yeah. on a baby, I got 12 and they kids. default on their mortgage. Right. And Fannie Mae is happy, and so are the people who defunded Planned Parenthood. And they get kicked and out so of their houses. And so now these people are homeless, and they have a baby who's homeless. Wait, whoa, great, great future for America. Right, and they get kicked out of their houses because they were tricked into these fucking adjustable rate mortgages. Mm-hmm. Even a lot of people didn't even speak English. Tr- tricked into these long, crazy adjustable rate mortgages by the brokers who knew what they were doing. And who gets who gets the brunt of the punishment? Who gets all the punishment? It's all the people the who people got houses, screwed, not the people no. who were predatory lenders and fucked with people. It's absurd to me that we don't just put a moratorium on foreclosures like Obama mentioned doing mm-hmm. during his campaign. Why I not agree. just do that shit? Even when when TARP came out, right? The Trouble Asset Relief. Whatever the P was, fucking penis. Troubled asset, <laughs> release penis. Relief penis? It was one of those two. Anyway, when, when that was passed, right? And they gave all the money to the banks, right? The banks that gave these shitty loans ruined the country and spiraled into the world economy on the, being on the, on the brink of, 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 of destruction. Right. They gave the money straight to them. I had a simple fucking plan during the campaign. Why not? Why didn't they give that money directly to the homeowners yeah. with the bad mortgages? Why don't they pay off everyone's made, mortgages? Made them use like that to pay the mortgages. Like all those nice people who at Christmas paid off people's Kmart layaways. Right. Those people, whoever you are out there, you are you are the future of this country. Yeah, that was nice. Not I, all the rest of it. I bought all kinds of Harry Potter toys. and They just picked up a check. So that was really nice of them. But <laughs> um, I mean – that, that is exactly right because if they had used that money to pay the mortgages, it would have gone straight to the banks anyway. But you would have also helped the people who were struggling, right. the poor people, the middle class that finally had their slice of the American dream, thought they bought a home. Maybe they got over their heads. That's fine. Where's our compassion as a country? You were saying something, I believe it was off air before we started, about how you know I said to you that the only counter argument that sometimes affects my brain about caring about all these different causes mm. is – when, once you bring in relativity to it, Einstein kind of fucked us. Once, once you bring in relativity in the fact that we're, you know, maybe these things are all important or maybe it's a doggy dog world because we're, we're floating on a speck through outer space that means fucking nothing. Our whole planet's a speck. And what was your response? And to I that? get it. But here's the thing. If you consider our planet to be like a pinhead in the universe, you know, you take an eight by 10 paper and you stick one of those little clothes pins through it and you're like, there's our planet. That's the generous. head of the pin. Generous. But it doesn't matter. That's because, Elmer because in the idea, who I love. Yeah. In the idea of everything being relative, it's relative to us. So no matter how tiny we are, this world is all we have. And and we seem very vested in it. We mm. seem very vested in each other. It's the reason that people fall in love and take risks and have babies and get married and and do things that scare them and you know whether that's take the job that you love and 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 forego the money or jump out of an airplane on a Saturday and go to a Halloween horror nights at yes, Universal Studios. Watch American Horror Story. Whatever it yeah, is yeah. that like gets you there, we we are so invested in this and that's because to us even if it's relatively nothing to the universe this means everything to us this planet is it and what we have and our families and our relationships that's it and we're guests here and the way that i look at it is look we're looking at things being relative in all the wrong places we're talking about we deserve this we deserve that why don't we talk about what the earth deserves and it's people as a unit instead of me versus you versus him versus her why don't we talk about what 
the future generations coming ahead of us deserve. Think, think seven generations ahead the way that, that a lot of Native American cultures used to. When you, when you think, what are, are the ramifications of my actions, of the way that I treat this planet, that I treat this water, that I treat this waste, whatever, gonna be seven generations from now? Am I gonna leave a place where my grandkids, my great, 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 great grandkids are gonna be able to live outside of a bubble hoping they don't die of, I don't know, sulfuric acid poisoning. Right. Those are our options. Like, come on. Let's but just even, care about each other and this place because it's all we've got. I mean, that honestly is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life and I'm a little teary out of myself. I know you're going to bitch slap me for it. I'm not going to bitch slap you. I'd never let my hand on a woman. I might, I'll, I'll, so I'll, figuratively, I'll, 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 I'll you're going to you. you're gonna lay down the smackdown. No, no. I totally actually think <laughs> what you're saying is very beautiful and that's, that actually helped you know bring back a little bit of my – it helped erase a little bit of my jadedness to, you know, the world, but even from a much more selfish perspective, because I think some people get lost when you say future generation, people can just say, who gives a shit? I'm going to be dead. Who gives a shit? But right. even from a selfish perspective, you said something earlier too that I thought was so, so interesting. You said, I still want to be able to swim in a clean ocean. Yeah. And I want to be able to drink water and eat food totally. that doesn't kill me. Yeah. It's just self-interest. That's one thing. I don't know if you've ever read any Ayn Rand. You ever read, read The Fountain Head? Really? Fountainhead's my what favorite you, book I've ever read. It's my favorite book my favorite as well. book I've ever read. And I think it's so maligned because people people think people it's – People don't get it. They, they miss don't the get point. It. They miss the point. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, granted, I disagree with, with her distaste for philanthropy. I not do helping too. people. I think that's wrong. But she got right something so fundamental that nobody has ever gotten right in any philosophy that I've read is that people are actually selfish beings. Yes. Everything you do but here's comes the from the self. People act like being selfish is a problem. They act like it's a right, bad thing. Right. And, and by the way, this is what I don't get. I'm – obviously a huge environmental supporter and people people will tweet me being like yeah you fucking tree hugger bitch and i'm like okay a <laughs> that, was me. that doesn't sorry. make any sense and that's B, one of our shit talking contests yeah, so i yeah, apologize yeah. i would have known if it was you <laughs> and maybe it was another one of your accounts it is. but the issue is i am not only an environmentalist because i love the planet but because i'm selfish right. i want to swim in the ocean right. and not get a skin disease yeah. i want to be able to go fishing and not die of mercury poisoning because i catch a tuna off of the island of Oahu. On the flip want- side, skin diseases are fun because then your your skin's like a checkerboard. Yeah, you say that because you just want to bang a nurse in the hospital. <laughs> I know it. Oh god, but I'm I would love to bang like, a nurse in a hospital. I want to be able to drink the water that comes out of my tub, and I want to be able to sleep under the stars. Stop and it right see there for them. just a moment. Nobody has ever tub, wanted to drink tab. water that comes I out of their tab. tub. Nobody's drinking tub Not water. Not really. But this is a very strong cocktail you made me, and it's making me slightly dyslexic. I blame just just start hashtagging blame Ben Glee. <laughs> Just hashtag that forever. Really? Fine. I yeah. suggest in response you hashtag blame Sophia Bush because I Whatever. said, do you want a weak drink? She's like, a little more, a little more. Well, he, you should have seen what he first poured me. It was like – It was a pussy drink. It was really awful. It was not strong. And, and I didn't pay attention to see what the second – uh, proportion was, and clearly I should have. I went a little heavy on the second pour. It's fine. I don't want to. I don't want. It's because you were be pouring caught. Belvedere, and you were in the world of Chelsea, and she likes very, very stiff drinks. That's exactly right. Quick, random movie trivia question for you: What? Te- not movie theme. Uh, television theme song you question. Said. I fucked it up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Keep moving in the intro to which television theme song is this? Do 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 do. You need lyrics? You need lyrics? I have no idea. Streaks on the China, never been there before. Who cares when you drop kick your jacket as I came through the door? No one's there. Gordon Parr, new arrival? Is this Life is company? more than mere survival. No, you're close, sort of. 
and we just might live the good life yet. Oh, God, this do, is do, so do, awkward. Do, I didn't even do, have a TV do, do, for the past, do, do, like, four years. You just years. mentioned the name a moment ago. I did. I Mr. Mr. Not Mr. Rogers. That's not it. I would know that. Wesley? Wesley? Mr. Bumper Sticker? Mr. What are you drinking over there? Oh, Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that show. There was almost nothing funnier in the history I'm of television sorry. than when Angela, the twit dodo bird oh. neighbor who would come in. I like that you're saying dodo bird now. I feel like it's I've my given new you term. a gift. You it's have. really good, right? The other one you're giving me is the bobble, 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 bobble water. Do- I'm going to bring you one. Thank I should have brought you one today. can't believe you didn't. Bad I'm a bottle water. I'm sorry. It's okay. But the point is, she would always come into the house, and she could never, over the course of ten seasons, could never get Mr. Belvedere's name right. Simple name. She'd come in, hey, Mr. Bumper Sticker, what's going on, Mr. Butterfinger? It made me laugh like a young boy running through a field of jokes. Just, I'm sorry, I'm staring at you, and yeah. like, you are recording this, and just like, yeah. you gotta show Da-da-da. your tits a little bit and show the fuck cancer t-shirt. Fuck yeah. Fuck cancer, y'all. Subliminal messaging. Again, not so subliminal. Crowdrise.com slash give two, as in the number two, F- Cancer, if you hate cancer as much as we do. Crowdrise.com slash give to F cancer. I just said it in like a little creepy voice. Yeah, it was almost the Batman voice, but not quite. I want you to go to fuck cancer. Fuck it in the ass. (laughs) Not literally. Well, ass cancer. You should fuck in the ass. That would be like colorectal cancer. Colorectal cancer. Give it a colorection course of destruction. You're not making any sense. Yeah, I'm making a little, making a little sense. All right. Just small amounts of sense. Uh, Don Cheadle wishes Obama would be more gangster. That's what he said this week to Jet Magazine. Really? He got a lot of flack for it. I like Don Cheadle a lot. Have you seen his new show, House of Lies? He's no. good on that he show. He looks to me kind of like an unpleasant person, to be honest. I disagree with you completely. On the he humanitarian side, really. Don Cheadle wrote a book with a guy, John Prendergast, who is basically my like nonprofit hero of life. Oh, really? Called Not on Our Watch, about Darfur. You should read it. It'll but I heard John Prendergast carried most of the heavy lifting in that writing job. And John Don Cheadle was just sitting there. It's like, you I was are Ocean's a liar. 11, bitch. You just made that up. I did not up. hear that. It's, I didn't make that up. But you still. made that up. I, I, I'd I like to like hear him. that. Okay, good. You want to hear the exact quote that he said about Obama? Yes, There was I would a big like flack about him using the word gangster, and he said, I realize that when speaking to reporters who are looking for the juiciest comments to print, a word like gangster in connection with a black president uttered by a black celebrity can almost be too much to resist. Good for him for calling it like it is. Why do we care? Again, why do we care what race anybody is? Get right. the fuck over it already. Exactly. He added, it, but I wasn't obviously talking about pants sagging in 40s and hoes or any of that other nonsense. I find not. it hard to believe that's what some people thought I was saying. I was talking about wish fulfillment, my own and my desire to witness something more than I had. Pretty ending to your statement. But when you're using the word gangster, it's a stretch to say you're thinking about wish fulfillment. No, but you know what? Here's the thing, and maybe this is because I'm a, a, an internal optimist and a super idealist. I get made fun of for it a lot, I know. But I think that what he meant is like you you came in and and it's like he was the candidate who had all this swagger. Like he mm. was talking a different talk. He yeah. was walking a different walk. He was he was saying, like we were talking about earlier, let's let's not let the partisan stuff weigh us down. Let's get away from all the stuff that has really made this this world ugly. And now it's like 
he's just getting overwhelmed by it all. And I get, I get what Cheeto's saying. He just means like, I kind of wish he'd come in and been a little more rogue or a little yeah, more renegade. Right. And like, if he'd said renegade, nobody would have cared. The only reason anybody would have cared if someone had referred to Obama as renegade is if it was Clint Eastwood, because they would have been like, dirty Harry, renegade. Yeah. Or Lorenzo Lamas. Fine. Yeah. But you know, like, I wish he play he renegade? come in and just kind of said to everybody, like, F you, I'm going to do it like I'm going to do it the way he said he wanted to. Since he got into office, he's just got to work on getting reelected. And, and that just, sucks. The so system is so flawed. It's so flawed. So I don't think Don Cheadle meant it. Like, I wish Obama was more like Tupac oh, of Shakur. He I think he just meant like, I just wish he kind of like owned it a little more. It was a little harder in office. But I think it's difficult to do that when you have a bunch of people who tell you this is how it goes and you don't get to mess with it. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, I think the biggest error that Obama made was picking the healthcare fight first because somebody – on Twitter, I actually wanted, wanted to hear what, what if you think that he has accomplished anything major in his terms. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. But I think that he came in and he picked the wrong fight first. He mm-hmm. walked in and he had both houses of Congress and he had a right. mandate. And when you're fighting against what he was painting as really almost right. evil dictates right. and evil things, you don't come in and you don't try to fix Washington first and right. make Washington get along better. You take on your mandate and you go and make a sweeping change to right. undo the shit right off the bat. Right. And he squandered that shit and picked well, the wrong Well, and I think fight. that's you the pick- problem because I think that idealistically he said, I really want to make everybody sit in a room and like each other and then we'll we'll tackle some things. And sadly, a lot of those people don't want to do that. But the the the, the reason – and look, a lot of people said he should have left healthcare to his second term. I – I do understand in the wake of it why a lot of people feel that way, and I'm not saying I disagree. But for me, as somebody very much like Yael, like the reason that I that I support fuck cancer, and that I think a lot of people out there do who've had a family member who has been assaulted by it. Yeah, I watched. I watched someone in my family. I watched my mom go through two rounds of chemo, Jeez. and I know how much money that cost. And if it wasn't for the fact that my parents had great health care, we couldn't have done that. And like, I think about it that way. And I think about if we couldn't afford the medication she needed, my mom would probably be gone because some yahoos don't think every person on this planet deserves healthcare. I do. I do because I've been touched by that. And because I've seen other, other people's moms touched by that. And, and, you know, I had dinner with one of my, my, one of my greatest friends from college last night who lost her mom last year to cancer and fuck that. You know, that's yeah. why we call it fuck cancer yeah. because it sucks. And, and my dad I, had colon cancer and luckily they caught it in and they caught one, it. And that's and the he's thing. Okay. And God. so you think about that and you go, of course, healthcare is a paramount issue. And I understand, you know, particularly for, for what it means to him as a person, what it means to me as a person. I mean, him as the, as the president, you know, I understand why that's the thing you want to tackle first, but Again, it's the flaw in the system that we're not allowed to talk about giving every person in this country access to a doctor. But the Republican argument, and I have sympathy for it though, Sophia, is that people who are rich, they are worth more. They can afford nicer cars. They look flashier. So when they go out, don't you want them to live longer because they look great? Look at it from that perspective. I don't know because if we're talking about the style section, yeah. a funeral that a bunch of Maybox are pulling up to is much fancier than a funeral with a bunch of Toyota Tercels. Oh, that's a good point. So maybe that's better for the American oh, image that rich people die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy funeral. There's that. Really stepped us up a you little bit. You didn't think I was going to say that one, did you? 
dead celebrities are just like us. Just like I us. did not see that coming, Sophia. You know, my good. best friends do that to me all the time. Like, <laughs> like my my best friend drives a convertible, which obviously has two doors. So I'll like I jump in the back, and they go, "Just like us, she rides in the back seat. <laughs> Just like us, she buys tampons at CVS. <laughs> Just like us." Half price sushi at happy hour. <laughs> it's like become a running joke because those columns are so ridiculous. Which reminds me in about 10 minutes, the dirty questions you guys have earned for donating $2,000 this last week to, whoop, whoop. to fuck cancer at crowdrise.com slash give to F cancer. Sophia Bush will answer 10 dirty questions coming at your how, ears how soon. How dirty are they? They're fairly dirty. I'll be honest with you. I wrote most of them and they are really? filthy. I'm kidding. No, no. They are mostly from Twitter, but, huh. um, and some from Facebook, but they're pretty dirty. And so you better get ready. But let's talk a little more politics quickly, and then we'll move on to the right. fun stuff. Um, I have a couple sound I can clips. only imagine, after yeah. our, our slightly drunken ranting, the amount of flack you and I are both going to get on Twitter after this thing goes goes live. You might get some flack. People expect me to say crazy shit. Oh, it's kind of not fair. It's not like, fair, Like, as right? a chick, people don't expect you to have an opinion. Clearly, I have a fucking opinion, people. Listen, you're a firecracker. You played Brooke Davis on One Tree Hill. I sure did. <laughs> people should know that I'm going to have an opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How are your twins doing, by the way? They, God, those kids are cute. They're cute, right? Yeah, the kids who play the babies on the show are very cute, but they're not identical twins. So I guess that means they're fraternal, right? Are the kids who play the babies on the show, are, are they fictional kids? No. One of them is our first AD's son, and one of them is his wife's best friend's son. And for people who don't know Hollywood lingo, AD means as and, and Oh, it does? Yeah. I was thought it would stand for antiquated dog. dog. No. It's not ant. Okay. Um, I got, I'd like to play a sound clip for you because the Iowa caucuses are happening today. We're recording, you know, on Tuesday <gasps> evening. So I don't know how it's going to result. You guys will know this tomorrow when this thing comes out on Twitter. I'm nervous. On, on Twitter? On the world. And it'll come out. Well, Twitter it'll come out world. on Twitter first. It will. That's the, it's not, it's got, it's, it, yeah. Twitter is the pulse of the planet yeah. these days. Twitter, Twitter is the way that we discover everything. It's indeed. But, and you know, Rick Santorum started surging out of nowhere. No one thought about him. No one thought about Rick Santorum. Right. Rick, but Rupert Murdoch, of course, owner of Fox News, right. you know, a man who likes to tap people's phones when he wants good stories, came out and endorsed Santorum on Twitter. In fact, I feel a little awkward now. I feel I probably should not have said anything. I apologize, Mr. Murdoch, because my phone is probably tapped now. Probably. And I don't. I don't want my phone to be tapped. You are the great tapper. You are the the tapestry of our it's loins. It's not tapping. It's hacking. Really, is what they would hack voicemails. They would do yeah. both. Didn't they tap phones yeah. and hack voicemails? I was I was hacked for you about are? a year and a half. Really? Yeah, constantly by a lunatic. It was really an unpleasant experience. No, they were hacking your voicemail. No, they were hacking into email accounts, uh, my friends' Facebook accounts, my friends' email accounts. They hacked into eighteen people that I knew. The FBI what? investigated what? it. Yeah, it was really a shitty experience. That so, sucks. Um, I don't, I don't feel so bad for for Murdoch, really. Yeah, no, not, I don't feel bad for him okay. at all. No, no, he's an. I mean, first of all, probably all these overreaching power grabs. And recently, buying the the uh, Wall Street Journal and he owns the New York Post. All these power grabs are, I really think, just to compensate from being named Murdoch. Yeah. I mean, for being named Rupert. Rupert Murdoch's not bad. It's kind of badass. It's a team style, but Rupert is a pretty well. But look at the two biggest Rupert? assholes of 2011: Rupert Murdoch and Bernie Madoff. Yeah, those are hard hitting names. Not great names. But Rupert, the only Rupert I've ever heard of before Rupert Murdoch was Rupert the Monkey Boy, the character Steve Martin played within the movie in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels to scare off the heiresses. Good reference. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Stewie's teddy bear. Stewie's teddy bear is named Rupert. Is that right? Stewie from Family Guy, I assume I you're saying. I wonder if that's a Murdoch reference or a Steve Martin reference. Yeah, it might, I don't know. 
It's interesting. Next time Seth MacFarlane's singing jazz, you can ask him. I will ask. Well, when he's singing, it's hard to kind of get a word in edgewise, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. But um, so here's Santorum on Meet the Press talking uh. about why he has no endorsements from his fellow um, senators that he, that he worked with in Congress and whether he wants them or not. So here's that clip. And that's going to come at your ears. But there's a really interesting question from Mitt Romney next week. I think it's highly likely. Pause it. Pause it for one second. For a lot of energy. I don't mean- Pause it. That is not the clip. But that's fine. We'll skip the clip about that. Actually, stay so, with this clip. It's so, not the clip. Okay. But what I was going to say was this clip actually is, is better. Basically, the Santorum clip. Was, this is Santorum again. No, it's not. No. The clip I was going to play was Santorum basically saying, look, I don't have endorsement because I had no support. Basically, people weren't supporting me so well, because I was that- so low in the polls, they didn't feel like it was worth it. And he's like, I don't need the, the, the support. I don't want the support. Um, and then David Gregory follows up. He says, well, do you want the endorsements? Now he's like, I love the endorsements. He's like, we're going to run a lean, mean campaign about the people, not about cronies in Washington. Do you want the support? I'd love it. Please give me support. That was that clip. See, Santorum's another person who's like a pray away the gay guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I will, I will sooner move to Canada then I will elect you as the fucking president. No, no, but uh, in his defense, though, you can pray away the gay. You can also pray away the black and the Puerto Ricanness because I used to have all three. And yeah, yeah, you're not you're not born who you are. You mm-mm. become who you are. You become it, especially depending skin on what color. color crayons you're given to play yes, with in preschool. Exactly right. They give you yeah. pink crayons, you're gonna become gay. Totally. That's just a fact that's, of life. That's what it must be. Yeah. I must love glitter so much. I hate glitter. I love glitter. You do? No. But see, like, I go to gay bars That's every Saturday and Tuesday divide. night. Oh, you do? So, yeah. Trying to meet hot gay guys? No. Uh, just, you know. Hot gay girls. Trying to not get hit on. It's oh, great. right. I go with all, I go with all my boys who have boyfriends. No, glitter's horrible. Glitter's because, the best. No, cl- glitter is hor- holiday <laughs> anthrax. Are you kidding me? You get a, uh, you get a card in the mail. You're like, oh, what a nice holiday sentiment. What is this on my clothes? It'll be here for the next twelve years. It gets transferred. <laughs> Girls mark it that it. way. It's like it's like it's like just pixie dust of love. No, it's holiday anthrax. And when you go to a strip club, <laughs> everybody knows it's on. Oh you. no, glitter gel at a strip club that usually smells like vanilla is a whole different thing. Okay, that doesn't come off. That's That'd like herpes. That shit stays yeah. with you forever. <laughs> I'm talking about gay bar glitter that is fun. Interesting. Two totally. Separate. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I was recently given a gift. It was on this couch and glitter came off of it and I was like picking oh, glitter man, forever. Am I sitting in it? Yeah, oh, I thought you loved it so much. That's, yeah, but not that kind. Not the vanilla scented. No, kind. it's not strip. I didn't have strippers over here. This yeah, is okay. gift glitter. Yeah. It's yeah. holiday anthrax gift glitter, Sophia yeah, Bush. Yeah. Oh, come on. He's trying real hard. Anyway, so the clip I want to play you now for Meet the Press is actually Republican strategist Mike Murphy talking to David Gregory about what uh, Romney's strategy might be coming off of the Iowa caucus is based on who wins and just listen to the way they're talking about just the concept of political strategy okay and then we'll comment on it really interesting question for Mitt Romney next week I, I think it's highly likely Santorum will come out here for a lot of energy I don't mean second or first but it'll settle down to that'll be what the media wants so it'll be the race and Rick will come at it from the right particularly the social right if you're running the Romney campaign you got a choice you either just grind it out and have a contest on the right you say you're pro-life gay marriage I say I'm pro-life the White House is going to be giggling for three months at that. Or do you know you've got the organizational strength and the depths? And Torm, it'll be like drinking from a fire hose for him to try to catch up if he comes out of here. 
do you triangulate a little bit? Do you take a few risks in the primary, but do you bounce off Santorum to grab the middle again, which is a much better general election strategy. It's a little risky in a primary. I want to get back to tactics in just a second, but David Brooks, stay there on There it is. This, there this it is right there. That's the clue. I'm going to get back to tactics in a second. They're talking as though that whole conversation is acceptable, that you're allowed to decide whether your beliefs it's a belief that's supposed to be political beliefs. And it's like, well, should he become a centrist candidate with beliefs in the middle or should he stay to the right? Why aren't people – why is political strategy alone, even employing right. it, something that doesn't disqualify you from office? I agree. Why aren't you just who you are? And by the way, when they're saying, well, you know, if he thinks that being pro-life is going to get him elected, what? It's crazy what, to What? Know. You can't say what you think is going to get you elected. Why don't you – why don't you act – from the heart and, and say what you believe in for people, for the country, for the betterment of the world. I get it. I'm going to get called a fucking tree hugger bitch again. Fine. But come on. I mean, Sophia, in their defense, you can't pull the heart. The I heart comes. You can? I can. Oh, that's sweet. Thanks. I don't even really know what it means, but it's so sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. Michelle, uh, Michelle Bachman was, was, um, She's on her last leg. She's against the ropes. I'm assuming, even she not knowing. She frightens me. Yeah, she that frozen face, yeah, like Botox, Medusa. Yes. she frightens me. Yeah, and you know, she did another thing. People want to talk about how pissed off they are about their taxes and where their money's going. Michelle Bachman and her husband used taxpayer money to try to counsel gay people out of being gay by finding God. Yeah. Excuse me. And no. of course, and Done. of course, as is so often the case with. Super anti-gay Republicans. Her husband is ninety percent gay. A hundred percent. Yeah, I just want. It's to always the guys who rally and 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 you know go on these gnarly missions about how wrong it is and what the Bible says. They get caught on like gay sex tours in Thailand. Yeah. So give me a break, it's bro. It's these gay Republican dudes who are saying basically, let's gather up all the gay guys and put them in a room and then let's take off our pants, guys. Yeah. They're like, so I can go in and get phone numbers exactly and have right. illicit dates on the side. My wife won't know. She'll just say, he's not very sexual. <laughs> here's here's the way you take the gay out of you, guy. Uh, you let me blow you. And then uh, magic poofo. And then we'll pray. And then after you blow me, here's the extra benefit is once 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 I blow you, we are, are, are in, we're, we're, your penis forces us to donate money to Sarah McLaughlin's animal charities. That's what it is. That's you the, just said blow so many times in a row, it made me uncomfortable. Really? I'm so sorry. I guess I blew that, didn't I? I guess I overblown, <laughs> that was overblown of a it statement. Overblown. <laughs> it was indeed. Um, so Michelle Bachman, uh, was counted out of the race even before Iowa by Sarah Palin this week, who said the following clip, uh, she said the clip, the quote, the soundbite. This is Palin on Bachman, which I would pay to see, by the way. Two of them on top of each Celebrity other. Celebrity wrestling? Oh, yeah. Uh, drop out. And as for Michelle Bachman, you know, she has a lot to offer also, but I don't think it's her time, this go around. And I believe that uh, unless she, too, wants to spend her own money or start borrowing money and perhaps go into debt, which, heaven forbid, you know, you do that to your family, um, perhaps she is one, too, who would start saying, hey, supporters of mine, why don't we coalesce around one of the other candidates and let's move together as, as a team to to get that uh, right primary <laughs> candidate chosen. She doesn't know what heaven, she's ever saying. Heaven forbid. 
did. You do that to your family so that my friends over at, at the, at the, whatever the fuck it's called can take your house away from you. And guess what? I can see Russia from my backyard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she I always can't. speaks like she has no idea what her next word is going to be. No and clue. Another, uh, and, fuck, uh, fuck, fuck you know, thing uh, that uh, I want we, to, uh, uh Say is the, um, the people who are supporting and her. And this is her another supporters. person who has a reality TV show. Oh boy! This is what we're showing the world. It's Why? Not it's not good. Look, I don't think anybody's perfect. I, honey, I am far from it. I don't want a reality TV camera in my house. I can tell you that much. Right. But I will say, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? What are we putting out there? What are we doing? I just don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, I think we need to at some point draw a line. And say, we yeah. can't get dumber than this. At no. Least. Like, can we not go below Jersey Shore from now on? P- below Palin and Jersey Shore. Let's Please. have that be the bottom. And just, Please. yeah, let's head up. It's those shows, and I didn't know I was pregnant. I'm oh, like, geez. what? Where, where is this country going? Like, my dog, who is half a space cadet, would know if she was pregnant. I yeah. promise you that. That's the, so what are we putting on television? And another thing I don't understand about the people who don't know they're pregnant. I mean, I get that they're really fat and they don't. But they're not. So many of them aren't. They just think like, oh, it's so weird. I'm gaining weight, but it's just in my stomach. Oh, I'm bloated. Right. Like, what? But beyond even that, what? The, the, the part that even further perplexes me is, you know, how often they end up giving birth in the toilet, right? Yes. And the part that doesn't, I don't, I've. Have I've, you heard, by the way, another Chelsea Lately comedian, Natasha Leggero? She has a great about bit about this. Toilet one. babies? It's my favorite yes. thing. Yes. And what's her big point about that is that. She just is like, the baby who probably has a higher reading level than its mother is like, did I seriously just <laughs> pop out of this idiot and into a toilet? <laughs> right. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's a genius bit. The one point she doesn't touch on that always, always perplexed me is that not only are these people like usually overweight, they have babies, they don't know it, they give birth in the toilet, they also, how do they not know the difference in sensation of something coming out of their ass and their vagina? Right. Do they think when they're taking a shit, they're giving birth? Do they confuse those two? Yeah, two? I don't get it. I thought, I like those are, those are two very opposite yeah. spots. I, mean, I don't care how close, close they are. I don't opposite. care. Yeah. I don't care. One's an in, one's an out. You must know. Yeah. You must know. And, and like, it, there's a whole different sense of pressure. Oh, yeah. And labor pains. Like, oh, yeah. What are we talking about here? I don't know, but it's a perfect time to go into dirty questions for charity. Because we're talking about vaginas? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stellar. That's the way my brain works. Okay. So in the last week, since we announced this on the Dane Cook podcast last week, uh, we were at $12,400 raised for Fuck Cancer. We're now at $14,500. Nice. We're almost to fifteen grand. we are getting there. Okay. And we have to beat David Blaine because his ass ice is melting and we need... And because no one else him. can do card tricks like him. Nobody really, can. Let him stick to card tricks. A, he just has an unfair advantage. Exactly right. The so rest we, of us mortals yeah. need help. Yeah, we do. And my ass eyes are starting to melt. So just so you guys know that. Yeah, how's your tush feeling over it's there? It's feeling good. I just, I'll just i tell you what my secret a is. A little numb? My secret is temperature control clenching. And you can you have to look that up it's and that figure you it out. Shove a bunch of ice cubes up, right? And then you put the spear up, yes. and it holds it all together. You have an outer layer of cooling it. cubes. I get it. I get it. That's I'm the impressed. main thing. Thank you very much. So anyway, that's two thousand dollars plus raised. Yeah. So you have to answer ten dirty questions. Okay. Two hundred fifty dollars per, like you agreed. Right. This is law now. I'm so glad, by the way. You're the one who made the $250 call. I was like, yeah. for every hundred bucks, I'll answer a question. <laughs> We'd be here until midnight. I suggest you have to be answering like like 50 dirty <laughs> questions. He was like, I don't think that's a good idea. So yeah. yeah. I think 10's plenty. Right. And then after that, we'll go into our thunder round. 
of quick topics and we'll wrap this thing up. Mm-hmm. Here we come. Here we come. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Either way. Um, first question comes from OTH lover for lifey. Oh, hey. Uh, hey. on Twitter, Gabriella sure. Johnson, who says, how old was Sophia Bush the first time she gave a BJ? A what? A BJ. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like B- a, bo- a, bo- a boy, a boy Johansson. A boy, a jo- I think they, I think they mean blowjob. Oh dear, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. even, I don't even know how. What? You don't know what that is? How old were you? Um. Well, are you talking about back when I was a gay black Puerto Rican dude? Yes. I was seven. Wow. And it was to my Ken doll. Hot. I had to tape on a penis because they don't have penises. And I just tricked Ben into answering a question for me. Hot. Next question. That was nicely done. Thank you. Uh, what kind of underwear do you wear, and what kind are you wearing right now? That's one question. What kind am I wearing right now? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. should know this, shouldn't I? Uh-oh. Uh, she's looking inside the pants. Oh, I know. I totally checked. You can... Oh, there's... I forget where I'm recording We're video. also recording videos um, for posterity. I'm totally rocking a pair of hanky-panky chartreuse undies, which is not like a... For a boy who doesn't know what chartreuse is, it's not a lime, and it's not a like a lemony color. It's kind of in between. I don't care about the fucking color. What is hanky-panky? Is it a brand? Is it a style? Yes, it's a brand. Is that a thong? Is it a boy it's short? A, it's a brand that has an iconic style, and that's that's the one. Okay, so people can Google that. Sure. Awesome. That's you know, exciting. I thought I'd leave a little bit to mystery. If you really want to know, Google it. And if you don't, then I haven't given away all my goodies. Do you ever go, uh, commando? That's a, just not, that's a, that's a follow up question. Doesn't count as one of the Um, time. very rarely, but if, if the outfit requires it, I'll mm. do it. But I think it's, I just feel so breezy. I don't like it. Easy breezy cover girl, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know you should, saying? you should pitch that to them. I it's will. Their next campaign. It's a great new campaign. Yeah. Question number two, number three, number three, coming right at you. Do you like a lot of foreplay or do you prefer to get right to it? What girl doesn't like foreplay? I mean, we're not mm-hmm. robots. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a wind-up toy that like you you pull the string and I start talking. So yeah, I think romance is important. I don't even think foreplay has to mean like I don't even I don't even know how to explain that, but yeah, the whole the whole thing is part of the equation, whether it's you know, the afternoon or or the evening and it's like Dinner and the discussion and the post podcast romance and the black couch with the glitter on That's it. That's right. Whatever. That's right. I think I think for women because we're we're very inherently emotional about anything sexual that that everything is is a factor. So sure. And by the way, the reason I apologize I didn't read a Twitter handle for those last two questions because I wrote those. All right, next. Ding uh, ding. Ding 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 ding. Question number four. Um. I love OTH765. So many I love OTHs in our right? ninth season. We got a lot of fans paying homage. It's very Yeah, lovely. here's some big homage being paid to you right now oh, with, great. with the question, what is Sophia's favorite sexual position? I mean, that depends on the day. Oh, really? Right? Say so it's a Thursday. I don't know. Ash Wednesday. What about on Ash Wednesday? <laughs> You're not supposed to have sex on Ash Wednesday, right? Oh. I mean, I'm not like a... That's a Catholic What thing? about on Fuck Friday? <laughs> No, it's supposed to be free dress Fridays. What does that mean? You didn't have that? I went to a private school, so we wore uniforms. Oh, like casual Fridays. Yeah, and one Friday a month we had free dress Friday, and you could come to Friday in regular clothes, and it was a big deal. So doggy style is the answer? What is the <laughs> Um, 
Um, no. You know what? I didn't, just closeness. Closeness. It, it's it's adjustable, but I like to be close. Adjustable closeness. Yeah, I like that to be a, close. That's a cute answer. That's four questions down. God. Next question. We have Am six left. Am I purple left. yet? My face is really hot. You are not yet purple. Okay. Um, this is another question from OTH Lover for Lifey. Um, I don't know why the two E's, but it's a great question. Sophia's favorite place to have sex or weirdest sexual experience she's had. <gasps> oh, you got some good there, don't you? It's really bad. Oh, um, really bad good. Weirdest experience, yeah. I, I dated a guy through most of college who's, I mean, still one of my favorite people, just the nicest person on the planet. And uh first time we went home to meet his family, you know, when you don't live – when you're not like going to school in the same city you live in, it's like it takes longer to meet the family. Sure. Like you have to travel. And the first time that we went to meet his family, I like we arrived for a weekend and on a Friday and said hi. And his family's wonderful, also, by the way. Um, and on Saturday morning, for like, hey, what do you guys want for breakfast? Ah, like, horrible, awkward moment. Like, mom walked in. I mean, and it was happening. You were mid-sexual encounter. Yeah. And I was like, it is so nice to meet you. That was the first time you met her? That second? I met her on Friday. Oh, and this happened morning. on Saturday morning. Oh, I no. met her on Friday night. It happened on Saturday morning. And it was like the worst. I mean, the worst. Like, And I just remember hearing like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Through the whole house as she like ran. And I was like, I have to go. Like, I oh, have she to ran. leave. So oh, she I, ran. I don't get to ask my follow-up. What was it like after the threesome? Was it awkward? I guess it did not You're turn in. You're a terrible person. I'm a horrible no, human being. No, I mean, she ran. Even talking about it now, I'm sweating. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. And then how was, was the conversation after that with her? <gasps> no, I how literally was like, her? I have to go. I was like, I have to leave. And he was like, you can't leave. Like, it's not an option. Yeah. And so she cracked a joke and, like, broke the ice. But, oh, man, I was literally. What did she say? By great. The way, like, I was in great genitals, Sophia. Second. Like, you know, this was the second person I'd ever had sex with in yeah. my life. Yeah. Like, I, oh, God. My God. Was, it was not great. That moment for me yeah, was not great. Yeah, that's an embarrassing but moment it's, it's for like sure. A, you know, people think it's hilarious to talk about all the time. <laughs> and now I've offered it up to everyone listening. So, That yay. is awesome. Um, another question for you. Sophia, do you ever get turned on while shooting a sex scene? Have you ever? Absolutely not. Have you ever? No. There Come could on, be, ever? No. There, there could be nothing less... There is nothing less sexy than shooting a sex scene. And people don't think that because, like, you know, obviously when they're edited together, they look great. But literally, like, say this is me and the mic is the actor and you're like this. I would call the, the mic person, the actor's different part of his sure, body. The microphone, I mean. There's a person standing over here going, no, 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 Turn your nose just one inch to the left because they're up oh, there. You're both in the light. Okay. The, See, that's the only way I can get off, actually, is really, if there's a is guy there's in the corner of the room. there's a third party telling you exactly how mm-hmm. to move. Yeah. It is the most awkward, ridiculous, everybody laughs uncomfortably. No. But not for a second, like one great kiss no. or one little ass grab. You're like, well, that was kind of nice. There's a hundred people in the room. Yeah, I guess no, we just we just have, we just have very different awkward. sexual tastes, I suppose. It's very, it's very, very awkward. Fair enough. That is six questions down. Um uh, what, what other one do I want to get to here? Okay, if you could only have sex or food ever again, what would you choose? Today. That question comes from Tori Kramer on Twitter. Oh, Tori's great. She's a really nice supporter of mine. So, hi, girlfriend. Um, we haven't actually met yet, but I just think she's lovely. Nice. She always tweets me very nice things and interesting articles. That's really fascinating. Um, sex question, seriously. Right, sex question. <laughs> uh, God, I'm so hungry right now. So no, no, no! Don't think today, about it now. No, Pretend it's the market. And you just I'm Italian before. food. I'm sorry. Okay, but let's say you just had some great sausages and 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 spaghettis. Still food. Damn it! I want 
chance for sex. I'm sorry. It's all right. Because you know what? Like, you know, here's the thing. It's like people say, you know, men come and go, but friends are for life. Like, that's how I feel about burrata and olive oil. Like, I could break up with a guy, but like my (laughs) Italian food is never leaving me. So food, done. Nor does it talk back ever. It doesn't. This is a question that's a little dirty, but again, this is the contest. Uh Uh, On Twitter, at M1NL1 says, Hi, Sophia. Why does your voice sound so raspy? Dot, dot, dot. Too much deep throating throughout puberty? (gasps) There's the question. That is so inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. Um, no. I don't, I don't really know why my voice sounds like this, but I've sounded like this since I was 12. And I don't think I even knew what the term deep throat meant until I was in college. Tell us about the day you learned what that Um, meant. No, but I will tell you that. (laughs) When when I was a kid, you know, telemarketers used to call the house all the time. Yeah. And they'd say, hi, is this Mrs. Bush? And I'd say, no, this is her daughter. And they'd say, okay, well, we want to talk to you about a special offer. And I'd say, you're really going to have to call, call back and talk to my mom. And they'd say, well, what do you mean your mom? You know, how old are you? And I'd say, I'm 12. And they were like, what? Wow. What do you mean? Um. So yeah, I I don't I don't know what it is. I've just, I've sounded like this forever. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to move on to the next question because... Um, I don't feel very uncomfortable talking about yourself being 12 during the dirty question round. We gotta move Sorry. on. We gotta move on. Uh, the big Mokeski, Lucas Jackson on Twitter wow. says, says, Ben Glee, ask, ask her something about Sophia Bush's Bush. So I don't have a question per se. Something about it. Wow. Gee, that's original, Lucas. I've never <laughs> ever gotten a question. Sophia Bush, do you trim your bush? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'll tie um, it on to the follow up by but, Ashley Velasquez. Okay. Does so the carpet match the drapes or is there, she have hardwood floors? That also depends on the season. I mean, sometimes oh, really? you want to be warm and sometimes it's acceptable to be cold. Oh, but what wow, I will okay, say good. is that as much as I am a fan of manscaping, I'm just a fan of like genital scaping in general. Mm-hmm. Keep your shit neat and tight. Yeah. Just do it. Sophia Bush is for no water bottles and genital scaping. Yes. And helping animals and getting rid of cancer. General. Yeah. Top of the list, scaping. genital, general scaping. Now that's yeah. the most important. Just boys, girls, keep yourselves together. Clean. I guess that was two questions. We have one That's question two left. When you, uh, Constance OTH asks you. Oh, Constance is sweet. She's at, from France. Oh, she's from France? Yeah. At what age did Sophia lose her virginity? And was your first time good? <gasps> That's so personal. Are there no more questions? Is that really my 10th one? That's your, why well, haven't one? I'd like, I'd like you to ask, answer that one. That's all I got really. Oh, God, I get, ooh. Well, you know what? This is so, this is such an indicator as to what a lunatic I was when I was a kid. Cause I remember thinking to myself, it was not, it was just before my 18th birthday when, nice. when the deed was done. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't know, like, should I wait? Because if, if I wait until after I'm 18, I mean, God forbid anything went wrong. God forbid I got pregnant, but then I would be a legal adult and it would really be my responsibility because if I'm 17 and something happened, I would definitely have to tell my parents and that would be so awkward for them because my parents would be horrified if they knew. And so that was my debate. Interesting. To and you decided to do it under the wire, help have the parents support should something go wrong. I mean, yeah, I figured, you know, I'm close enough that like I really wouldn't know if anything had gone horribly awry until I was 18 anyway. So then I could deal with That's it. That's a strong point. You wouldn't give birth till you were 18. Yeah, but I mean like I just in general, if anything, I don't know. Now you're the mother of twins. Fake twins. I am not a mother. Thank you. I have dogs. My dogs <laughs> are my twins. I do not. There is no better birth control on the planet 
no greater motivator to not like settle down and move into the next stage than playing a mom on TV. Let me tell you why. <laughs> because it's like, you know what? I love you. And don't get me wrong. When those kids are with me on set, they're with me all day. I feed them. I give them their bottles. I want them to feel as comfortable with me as they feel with their real mom. But as soon as they call rap, get these mutts away from me. At the me. end of the day, I'm like, get these fucking kids away from me. No, they're wonderful, but like, it's exhausting. Children are exhausting. I think people who have them are wonderful, but crazy. Yeah, that's, it's an amazing thing. I, I think about it sometimes and I'd like to, in theory, have children because I guess evolutionarily you we're You don't even to. have a dog or a cat. <laughs> I don't have any plants in this place. Yeah, no. I yeah. have two dogs. I've kept one alive for eight years and one alive for the two and a half years she's been alive. I think I'm doing okay, but still, I don't want to have bad. children. Not bad. At least they don't have to breastfeed. That's the positive. Yeah, no. Ow. <laughs> you just adjusted yourself. Ow. In such a frightening my dogs, way. My dogs have big teeth. That would suck <laughs> so bad. Um, one more time. You want to tell people the URL they can donate to Fuck Cancer? The URL is crowdrise.com slash give two, as in the number two, F cancer. Love it. Crowdrise.com uh, slash give to F cancer. Until January 11th, you can, we can hopefully win the prize for fuck cancer, 25,000 bonus dollars. And really, even if you don't care that much about it, you should care about helping us beat other people yes. who didn't answer pseudosexual questions for you. That's on exactly a Tuesday. right. All David Blaine did was stand on top of a light pole with ice in his ass. I yeah. can do that and I'm And doing hold his it. breath. Yeah, hold Whoop your breath. Oh, what, what's your next fucking uh, big televised special going to be a blinking contest? <laughs> Staring contest would have been a better phrase to use, but I'm thinking on the fly yeah, here. Yeah, I know it's okay. I let everybody down. Um, it's the dioxin in your water bottle. It must be slowing your motor I'm, skills. I'm, I'm getting torp a porp a carb 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 Fuck, didn't just hard hard. Just stop talking and show off your t-shirt again. Sounds good. What's up, everybody? I got fuck cancer titties. It's time for the thunder round. Everybody, it's the Thunder Round. We're going to shoot through a bunch of topics before we say goodbye to you because we're running a little bit long and I feel very bad. Sophia's late for dinner. It's fine. It's a new year. It's true. It's a Lots new, to discuss. It's a new year. It's a new By you. By the way, I'm very honored to have been your first guest in the new year. Oh, Thanks. thank you, Sophia, cheers. for being here. Cheers, indeed. I won't cheer you through the water bottle. Thank so. you. Cheers, you. Cheers with the glass. Our alcohol containers. Mmm. Okay. Yum. Don't choke. It's all the best for you this year, seriously. You too. I appreciate you being here. Uh, I hope the glitter girls on the couch work out. <laughs> First Thunder Round topic. Elton John wants Justin Timberlake to play him in the biopic that he is producing. You think it's a good match or totally off? I don't think they look a lot, a lot alike, but Justin Timberlake's a great dancer and he can sing, so sure. And I don't think Elton John's ever danced. Has he ever danced in his life? No, but... He can sing. He can totally know. sing. And he can yeah. look. He can wear a big glasses. Yeah. Gla- the, the like rose-colored round glasses wig, fine. I buy it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Mount uh, Pepsi, rather. Pepsi is being sued. And they have a very interesting uh, argument. Pepsi's being sued by a man who says he found a dead mouse in his can of Mountain Dew. What? Yeah, yeah. True. Is and that for real? That's for real. I'm going to throw up. Don't throw up. Because Pepsi's counterarguments is what should make you throw up. Pepsi's counter, Pepsi's lawyers are counterarguing that it's impossible there would be a fa- a dead mouse in there because by the time the can of Mountain Dew went from the bottling place, the mouse would have disintegrated. The mouse would have dissolved. Ooh. So that's what we're drinking. Stop drinking soda, people. Yeah, I've got to quit soda and pop carbons. Water, 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 water,
Oh my bags. god, that's like they say when you put your tooth in a can of, in a in a Coca Cola. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, so that's not great. You ever found a mouse in one of your drinks? No, okay. I had a pet rat once. You did? Yeah, in Why? sixth grade, his name was Spike. He was adorable. Did he ever bite you? No. Why, why didn't you call him Ben? That's a famous rat name. It is. Yeah, the Michael Jackson song. Ben, the two of us need look no more. Next topic. Okay. Uninteresting. Uh, <laughs> Iran's getting our weapons ready. Their weapons ready. Iran has been running ten days of, as we mentioned on past podcasts, of military exercises to prove the readiness. There's a lot of bellicose talk happening between the U.S. It's scary, right? So they just actually now tested long-range missiles that can reach Israel and the U.S. interests in the Middle East. Oh, my God. They closed off the Strait of Hormuz, proved they could do that. They're telling us to get our naval ships away from there. And Obama has just encouraged the European Union to pass economic sanctions for the tougher ones on their oil exports. Yeah. They're, but they're pissed now, and they're saying, you do this, we're going to cut off the Strait of Hormuz, we're going to affect the world's economy, your gas is going to skyrocket. This what is do insane. we do? Do we attack? Santorum wants to attack. Do we attack their mili- their nuclear facilities, get rid of it right now? Or do we have to stick diplomacy longer because we don't want another war? This is hard. I mean, do you have a guarantee that if we attack their nuclear facilities, there are no armed nuclear weapons? And we're, I mean, because if, if you bomb a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Ah, uh, this is. You know what? I'm just really glad my dad was born in Canada. I'm out. Like, see you later. That's Bombing that's- a nuclear bomb is a scary question. But I think it would probably be before – it would be based on intelligence. Hopefully we're doing it before they have the nuclear bomb. So our only real worry would be you know, more international entanglements and possibly some civilian loss of life. International entanglements is very scary and civilian loss of life is very scary. But I, I would imagine it's also a really shitty thing to be a civilian in a place where – your your life is not respected. I, mean, I agree. We, so we should kill them. Oh, <laughs> you said that. I did not say that. Mm. I wasn't even done. Next topic. <laughs> Next topic. Nicotine addicted zebra fish. That's the topic for it. That's the title for it. Oh, yeah. There are these zebra fish that, that scientists have given nicotine to, and they become addicted to it, just like us. And researchers at the, Mayo, at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota are using these fish in the fight against smoking because these fish, I guess, grow and live their lifespan so much quicker. They're addicting them to nicotine because – and re- using that as research for human nicotine addiction because – get this part. This is the only reason I want to report the story. They are 80% identical in their DNA to humans. Zebrafish? Zebra, tiny Shut little fucking up. zebrafish. That's amazing. How's so it why possible? are we talking about nicotine with zebrafish? Why aren't we making zebrafish grow new livers and hearts and things like that? Well, because they're a lot smaller than us. It would be a miniature I liver. understand that, but like maybe you get the beginning of the DNA and then you put it in a Petri dish. And then, I mean, we do miraculous things with stem cells. Oh, that actually brings up another story that I don't know where the I'm hell just it saying, went. It also sounds to me like the zebrafish, it reminds me of the, the smoking addicted little baby. Yes, you know? that kid in uh, somewhere. He was that fat little kid, in, like Thailand or something. Yeah, that was horrible. He was in a, no, he smoked amazing. He was doing like flipping tricks and shit. No, but that's horrible. What no, he could blow smoke rings. Just, no, what do they say? Like, oh, he only smokes when he drinks. Horrible. Exactly, he only smokes after sex. Inappropriate, inappropriate. <laughs> but actually, growing Don't give cigarettes to a baby and anyone who's ever only smoked when they drinks can tell you not smart. I if disagree. I start smoking, I sound like a drag queen. Not a good idea. <laughs> it's like an immediate effect. I sound like this. No. And and I don't smoke, you can only imagine. So clearly something in that is toxic. I disagree with you. I think we need to give 
exposure to young child to toddlers to all kinds of ills. Give them drugs, alcohol, lots of smokes. That way they Why? get sick of it. Why? To make them it. immune? Yeah, they get sick of it. They get immune to it early. You're crazy. No, that think, works with germs. That doesn't work with it doesn't? ecstasy and nicotine. All I'm saying, I was a heroin addict at age three and I never touched it since except, yeah, on, right. except during the holidays. If you gave a three-year-old a couple of hits of ecstasy, they yeah. would just want to do it every day. Oh, yeah. And when you told them they couldn't, they'd throw a temper tantrum and cry. If, no. If three-year-olds are not on ecstasy. You have to be how, an adult. If they're not on ecstasy, Sophia, how do you explain the pacifier they keep sucking on? Hmm? That's a good call, but they're mm-hmm. not into glow sticks, so That's I true. call your bluff. Fair enough. Next Fair enough. question. Well, you, you, you mentioned growing body parts from other things. Scientists have recently discovered both in Israel and Germany at the same time of discovery, which, by the way, it's great to see Israel and Germany working together again. That's nice. Finally. To see that connecting. But um, they just in a laboratory were able to create the first semblances of human sperm in a laboratory. Why do we need more sperm? <laughs> it's not a question I've ever been asked before. And no, I'm, I'm serious. Men, you guys, like women are born with all the eggs they're ever going to have. Men yeah. produce new sperm every day. But some guys can't. What? The, so get it from one of the other guys who produces too much and like, you know, has wet dreams. A lot of guys what are we talking about here? A lot of guys don't like to get sperm from their buddies, first of all, Sophia. <laughs> Secondly. But if you can't produce sperm, then you can't produce more of it. So no. clearly if they're producing more sperm, they're just producing sperm that's like clones of sperm that's already happening. I no, but the, here's the beauty of this of this thing they found out. Apparently there are these cells that grow near the testicles that is the thing that creates sperm and scientists can oh, extract that so, cell. Okay, so you're saying for men who can't actually right. produce it so they can't, you know, have children in their in their marriages or right. outside their They marriages, can now whatever. create in a lab a sperm for them. So it's for I those cases be. or for dudes who just want more sperm. Of their own sperm. Well, if it's, bigger if it's for someone who can't produce their own and would like to have children, I totally get it. If yeah, it's for someone who would like to produce a bigger load, as a woman, I beseech you, do not. <laughs> Just don't. Don't that do that. That is the best quote ever in our podcast. If it's a dude who wants to produce a bigger load, as a woman, I beseech you, do, do not. not. Wait, no, no, no. It's... Do not, do not. Yeah. I'm going to get back in my Batmobile and jerk off like crazy. You just took it to like a whole What do you mean we're talking about creating bigger loads? It's exactly it's on topic. Okay. It's okay. That's totally not. on topic. It's the poor carbons in my brain. It's all your fault that all the people who are like, oh, all Sophia ever talks about is the environment and she's so nice. That yeah. Like she also has, has a fucking sick, sick sense of humor. It's going to be thanks to you. You're welcome. And she stutters and is slightly dyslexic. Also, thanks to you. <laughs> Cheers to that. I love that. I love that very much. Um, CeeLo Green at the New Year's Rock and Eve thing on love NBC. Him. I love him too. Big fan. I think Fuck You was the best song last year. He sang John Lennon's Imagine yeah. right before midnight, but he changed the lyrics since creating a religious uproar. He changed the lyric from nothing to kill or die for and no religion too to nothing to kill or die for and all religions true. Big uproar. What do you think? I think it's great because let me say something, and this is going to cause a shitstorm. I know it. Yeah. Every religion thinks they're right. Mm. They're all actually when you when you get them down to the through line, very similar. Same ideas. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't care what your faith is. I grew up in a household with two religions, and I've stin- I've since studied six more. So I, I happen to be a, a big fan of faith, not a big fan of technically organized air quotes organized mm-hmm. religion. Because people tend to fight wars and kill each other over organized religion. Everybody thinks they're right. Right. And you're not going to know you're right till after you're dead. 
So who gives a shit? So Why don't true. you just say, you do you, I'll do me, that guy can do that guy, and cool. Like, as long as we all want to be nice people and we don't want to murder each other, who cares? I like that. Th- this desire to be right, it's completely egoic. It's based in in something I think that's really pathetic, and I think it misses the point of what any religion teaches. So just like, you know, love thy neighbor and don't throw toxic waste in the ocean and let's move on. Damn, that's good. You're clear of not drinking the parts carbons because um I am not. Your brain is clear. Not so much after after this rose special. Team. Oh, true to that. Very classy. You're very classy. And the same New Year's Eve special, Lady Gaga and Mayor Bloomberg kissed each other open mouth. Open mouth it kiss. It was not open. It was open mouth. It was like what? a good kiss. It was like, it wasn't like tongue. I don't think there was no, tongue. No, there's a big difference between tongue and no. And but no it was, I'm just saying it was a mouth kiss. Yeah, but it a wasn't. big smooch. I have friends and family members who like smooch me on the mouth every time they see sure, me. Sure, sure, that's, that's true. Very sweet. That's a fair point. I feel like Bloomberg is such a he's a New York guy, and Gaga is like the big signifier. Hello, Comcast Cable. Gaga <laughs> is the big signifier, like New York chick. Yeah. And I like it. I think that they're like, fuck yeah, we both love New York. Give me a kiss, you lunatic. I, I just, think that's all that is. I just hope Bloomberg slipped a little tongue in there. I mean, that's my only I've hope. never been into chicks, but like if Gaga wanted to kiss me, I'd probably slip a little tongue in there. She's really? amazing. Really? Really? Just to say I did. Yeah. You wouldn't? You wouldn't be like, I kissed Lady Gaga? I would totally kiss her. Listen, I, would I would also do it. totally be an intern and like get coffee for her at her office just so I could watch a second the way choice. that she affects people. I like, would, I would awesome. do it. I would give her a little time, but only for my country. Only for your country. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I believe personally. Not for you. No, not for me. Just to do it as an uh-huh. American. Um, our last topic here before we sign off this podcast for this week is um, Dennis Hoff, the famed uh, brothel owner of the. Cat House, the doll, the doll bunny ranch in Vegas. Bunny ranch outside of Reno. Exactly. They made a movie about it with Helen Mirren. Is that right? Yep. It's going to be really good. Really? Called the Love Ranch. Called Mirren Mirren Against the Wall. You know what I'm saying? Helen Mirren is hot. Yeah, she's not bad. For a woman who's over 70, she's very attractive. Hot. I hope she's over 70. Otherwise, she's around there. She's got to be right in that range. She's around there. She kicked some ass in that movie recently. She's a hot lady. Oh, yeah. In, uh, ooh. um, The one with the, you know? Yes. And the war movie and Jessica Chastain played her when she was younger. Right. It's Pass. Not, it's not called Doubt. It's, uh, um, it's the, debt. The, the Debt. The Debt. The Debt. Boom. Boom. That was awesome. That was a high five that you just heard. That was a high five, guys. Air quotes. That, yeah. Around the high five. But no, no, I take it back to the air quotes. It was a real not, high five. Not, not bumping of uglies. It's just a high five. <laughs> We're not bumping uglies. No. We're just bumping. Our hands are very attractive hands. Two jokes you've been given tonight. It's Two. very nice. Very nice. My hands are small, I know. I just break into jewels sometimes. I'm very sorry about that. I like her. I like her too. She married a rodeo cowboy. Yeah, who doesn't want that? Hot. Who doesn't want that dream? It's kind of hot. It's better than marrying a rodeo clown. Certainly. Yeah, less makeup time. And less getting gored by bulls. Also true. Also very, that's a big positive in a husband. So Dennis Hoff started, is starting a, a new cat house, a new brothel in Nevada. Alien-themed cat house. It no. is a sci-fi cat house. No, you're going to get uh, freaky, fetishy, horrible people there. Do the girls have to wear alien heads? The girls wear alien <gasps> costumes or are being designed by Heidi Fleiss. Oh, no. No, but think about this. If you get an alien STD, it's like not even going to affect your human body. That's a lie. You think that's a lie? Because the girls aren't really aliens. They're just girls in alien costumes. Is that right? 
Okay, so now they're going. There goes. Eddie Murphy said it. Herpes is like luggage that shit stays with you for life. There, there goes my Friday plans. I'm really sorry. My trip is done no, now to Vegas. I, I think it's like it's one of those sick things. It's like those guys who order the those those real looking dolls. Like they're like blow up dolls. But yeah, they, sex like real mannequins. real sex dolls. Yeah, but people pay upwards of fifty grand for these dolls that look like real women. Listen, there, there's something so fucked up. I about know that. it's so weird, but let me just say in their defense, honestly, this is the kind of love they can give you, Sophia. It's none like anything you've ever seen before. Okay. Why? Because they don't talk back and they don't get their periods. Bingo. Sad. I didn't say that. You said that. I know. That was your own statement. It was my appeal to the lowest common denominator oh. of a man, and you agreed with it. Yeah, but just for comedic effect. Listen, I'm an I'm I'm a thinker. I'm about bettering the world and if a man clearly because you do a podcast like this thank you but see here's the thing you get people drunk so they say inappropriate things on your show exactly so if on my journey towards bettering the world i bang a couple sex dolls i want to bang a couple fake alien women let a man do his thing Uh, i don't know no no aliens like the the i don't know yeah comic-con by the way just sold out after announcing that story because everybody's going to be trying to find (laughs) Sick. Alien hookers. Sick. Well, I'm not going there this year for sure then. <laughs> Your Twitter handle? At Sophia Bush. Anything else you'd like to plug? Just please donate some money to kill cancer. It would be nice. Um, and for every, for all the skeptics out there, because like I get it, I'm skeptical of shit too. Neither Ben nor myself ever touches any of this. It, it goes mm. through a, a a website that sources charitable donations called CrowdRise. So it's not like he gets money. It's Mm-mm. not like I get money. All the money goes through CrowdRise to fuck cancer. So if you go to the URL, CrowdRise.com slash give to, as in the number two, F cancer, that this great site that's based like, I don't even know, outside of Detroit, not a place you or I would ever go, No, is is collecting and distributing all of this money. So you don't have to be skeptical about it and you don't have to worry that, you know, Hollywood is pulling a maid off on you. You just have to donate. Um, this is legit. Your coffee run or your vodka money, whatever. That's exactly right. For the week. For just one week. Not even the year. And uh, so and that's please donate there. Fantastic. And the money goes to fuck cancer. The message tonight is fuck cancer. Fuck Detroit also apparently. And, and by the way, I also want to say, as we were discussing Twitter followers earlier, because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been on Twitter, I think, longer than you. More people listen to your podcast, I think, than follow me on Twitter. So if you're not following at Ben Glebe, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, that's nice of you. Just saying. Thank you very much. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you don't follow him on Twitter, then clearly there's a disconnect happening in your life. And you should follow him because daily I I actually... I don't even want to say the phrase LOL, but I do. I laugh out loud. Oh, my tweet God. tweet some things. And sometimes I sit on my phone and I'm like, hee, 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 hee. And oh, I laugh sweetheart. out loud. Thank so you so much. You should be not only downloading this, but following in the Twitterverse. That is so nice of you to say. And you can hashtag it last week on Earth. And if you don't follow me on Twitter. Uh, Just hashtag it blame Ben Glebe. Blame Sophia Bush, you mean? You're going to hashtag it, blame a lot of things on Sophia Bush because the carbons in the waters that we need to stop doing. You know um, what? You can blame whatever you want, but if I get you to stop using those stupid plastic bottles, I'll be happy. No offense, but I like to blame Canada. You can blame Canada for whatever you want. I'm not so happy with Canada with this Keystone XL thing, but that'll happen for another podcast. Yeah, the Keystone Pipeline. We will get back to that Fuck another that. time. But on that note, uh, I will leave you with the, the very funny song from the South Park movie written by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, Blame Canada. 
Until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth. We must stop dirty language from getting to our children's ears. We must go fight the source of it. But what is the source? Oh, that's easy. Times have changed. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fight and curse. Should we blame the government or blame society? Or should we blame the images on TV? No, blame This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.